It is the morning sickness. It's 545. My name is John Holmberg. There's Brady Bogan. Creepy, big dick Toledo, ready to go. The Phoenix Open begins today. And that means DUIs for everybody. Go get them, everyone. It'll be fun. You're going to win. points all over. Everywhere. In the, in the tournament, I guess you can uh, do the breathalyzer there. We did it last year. Me and uh, uh, superstar CFO of this company, Hubbard Broadcasting, Dave Bessler and I, were dropping IPAs all day. Stopped about an hour before we left, and I'm like, let's go. Uh, I was getting an Uber, but I'm like, are you driving? He goes, I'm going to, we'll see. They have a breathalyzer right as you leave. We slapped high fives like we were a couple of tanks. It was awesome. Like, we've had a, a, a bit to drink. I feel pretty good. He blew like a .01, and I was at zeros. And I'm like, we're kings. How is that? I have no idea. We're just, walking around we're gods. all day? I don't know. We're, Maybe the machine was broken. I don't know. But Overuse. The cops were giving it to us. because you guys are clear. Go have fun. It's like, all right. Let's drive Uber ourselves. I got in an Uber anyway. But, yeah, he was fine. But take it, because there were a couple people by us that were... You know, point one nine and which is double. Don't you know if you're going to that thing, just an Uber there and you should Uber home, there. Plus, like, yeah, park. dropped off. Like the parking sucks. Majority so bad. do. Man, some people are just stupid. I'll just have one. Or they're those people that can't control their just one. And then they try and that stays with them all day. You never know, but it's uh pretty impressive how uh, it doesn't like more people aren't. And it sounds really downer, but here comes the cynic in me. More people don't die every year, but the Phoenix Open. You know, we don't have we don't hear for well there's 14 deaths, and that's a record low. Like you would assume, with this sea of humanity going to this drunk fest and running out onto the same roads, that there's not running each other over. Let alone the DUIs or the drunkenness. That the people just staggering around walking aren't run over more often. I mean, you know, not that I'm rooting for it. I'm just surprised. It's a corporate drunk fest, so they don't report the deaths. <laughs> Is that it? Yeah. Companies uh, they yeah. protect the bottom line. Yeah. We lost four this weekend. Dale and Jeffrey are both gone. Let's not say anything so our stockholders don't get nervous. And we can't get sued by their families. Give them a settlement. <laughs> they hide it. <laughs> Although every year we don't even know about the hundreds of yeah. people run over because it's so money based. They make a great Netflix. Special. Yeah, <laughs> Netflix documentary. A documentary. There we go. I'm Brady Bogan. I'm what I am covered. Will shock you. <laughs> this man was hit by a car two years in a row. First year he survived. Second he lived, and no one knew what to do. So they gave him a settlement. But was it enough? Because it was to the tune of three hundred sixty-three thousand dollars, three thirteen and twelve cents. <laughs> People are talking about it after that. Did you know the bird's nest collapsed and killed everyone inside one night? <laughs> Hadn't heard about it. Anyway, how did Snoop Dogg die? You never hear from him anymore. <laughs> Let's collapse and play. We should all run. Just stay put, Snoop Dogg. We don't want to alarm the stockholders. The bottom line's more important than everyone's life. I wouldn't be surprised. It's actually a pretty good theory, Brady. <laughs> There's probably deaths like crazy. Because last year I went to the thing and staggering drunks, there was a, a walkout. Uh, Uber was to the left, regular cabs to the right. And there's a Uber spokesperson saying, you, and very well dressed and looking sharp, saying, you can take Uber. Right here there's the line, and it's about 12 minutes. And just to her right, was a swarthy, swarthy foreigner <laughs> screaming about cabs in a like an old Hawaiian shirt that hadn't been washed. Cabrones, it's always cheaper. It's over here. Look for cabs. You come to the cabs. No line. Go to the Uber. Uber is lies, lines. It's like the Jets versus the Sharks. Yeah, it was, but they were a foot and a half apart, just like barking. Who should? And I stood between them, like, hmm. Instantly get hmm. in a cab or right? Take to you, Ca- there's a hundred cabs. 
And I got in that guy's cab, and the first thing he said, you made the right choice, Uber is lies. Uber is lies. And then it cost twice as much. And then it was $640 to go to the <laughs> to my car, which is parked down the street. I'll deal with it. It's fun. We had a good time last year. But Uber are, is lies. Are the bosses back in town to go to no, the No, they're Uber? stuck in the Minneapolis. What? Yeah, Bessler is stuck in Minneapolis, 55 below. Oh, couldn't fly out? Man, no, he didn't want to come this year. He had some stuff to do, so he's that like, I can't make it. Dumb. Who could predict the polar vortex was going to happen the week of Phoenix yeah. Open? It's great. Yeah. I text my friend Mike in Chicago last night, and I'm like, worst dilemma ever. I'm going to the Phoenix Open tomorrow. I've got to get up in the morning. It'll be 48 degrees. And I'm going to have to wear shorts because, you know, you're going to the thing. It'll be too hot. So I, do I put on a light jacket in the morning? Then I'm strapped with a stupid jacket all goddamn day long. It's going to be a nightmare. I said, worst weather predicament in the history of man. No questions about it. He sent me, because I know Mike's good at this. He sent me back a picture. Windows failed at 22 below. Frost inside now. And this house walls are freezing. He goes, yeah, I guess there's a breakdown in, uh, you know, Environmental protection when it's 22 below zero. I know somebody that can get him some pillow windows. No, it has nothing to do with that. He's got double panes. Yeah. Inside the window was frozen. His window itself was frozen. Doesn't matter. And the frost. I watched a guy in Chicago yesterday standing in this thing. They had this funny little music. And he goes, banana. And he takes a bite of the banana. And then he stands outside with it for a second. And then he goes back in. Dunk, dunk, dunk. And bangs it on a wall. <laughs> and he goes, hot coffee. Mmm. Takes a sip. Goes outside for a second. Throws it in the air. It's hot coffee snow. Yeah. It's like immediately, oh and he's just taking all this stuff, and, you know, poured water in the Boiling air. Boiling water thing. Boiling water turned into snow is amazing. So if your heat goes out, do you instantly you die? die? You die. Yes. And within, you have, I think they said the CDC and a whole bunch of people got together. If your heat goes out in Chicago and it's 20 below, you have six seconds to live. <laughs> That's exactly what the government's telling you. Six seconds to make a decision. Exactly. Tell your wife you love her. That is it. But uh, here we are, staring at 70 degrees again, going to hang out at the tournament. and It's client day. Are you going to go? Yeah. You're not dressed for it, Brady. I will be. You look terrible. I will be. Oh, you got it hanging in the, the car? Yeah. Oh, yeah, you I do? Said, yeah. Oh, you got something to do first? Yeah, I got to get a little work out. Oh, you're going to push You're gonna push some lead and iron around? Yes. <laughs> All right. It's going to work out, and he's going to get out there. Got to go to the event pumped. Yeah, you got to pump up for the bitches, right? Who, who are you yep. schmoozing today? Right. Who's on the man. agenda? You got schmooze? Red Mountain? Uh, yeah, I think they'll be out there. Yeah, I got uh, Tuft and Needle and Lerner and Rowe. Ooh. I could schmooze with the boys. Kevin and Rowe. Yeah, the, Kevin's uh, fun. Kevin was there last year. We had a good time. He drank. He'd be 12 deep. Does he get a DUI? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'll try to get Kevin to drive I'll me home. myself. That'd be yeah. fun. <laughs> hey, you say Lerner and Rowe is the way to go. <laughs> get me home. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't uh, remember. I'm pretty sure he drinks, but I'm not sure if he was drinking last year. I don't know. Yeah, uh, he... Yeah, he drinks. He drinks. Yeah, he drinks. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. He was drinking that term. Yeah, he's a good dude. I like hanging out with him. But, yeah, it's, it's, we got good people to hang out with today. It'll be fun. None of those murderers that protect the bottom line Brady was talking about. <laughs> None of those bankers. Usually it's bankers running people down left and right. And then say, well, we can't possibly. Just just brush it under the road. Give him a million dollars. What was yesterday? The celebrity thing? The yeah, celebrity thing. Is that why Patrick Peterson... Gets on a mic and yeah, yeah. What the hell was that? I don't know, about? but it's Starts all giving football. his love affair. It's all football players. They don't have good celebrities. It's like it's just Larry and Emmett and. What do you mean Rizzo? Your boy Rizzo was there. No, but Verlander. Mm-hmm. Hey, those are good celebrities, but they're <laughs> going to be here in a couple weeks anyway. I'm talking about like uh, celebrities. Michael Phelps. Ah, I don't want any of that. <laughs> Everybody cheered when Patrick Stars. Peterson. I take that trade request back. I didn't mean it. 
Yeah. Well, because you saw where you could end up, and you might have had a house in yeah. Chicago or Minnesota <laughs> right, right now. Yeah, you're standing now I'm, now I'm ready. There. I'm in shorts in uh, late January playing golf with a bunch of fun people. But, I'm staying. But if they get off to like a 1-8 and eight start, oh, is it going to be the same way next year? I'm moving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I want to be traded now. I take back my take back. <laughs> yeah, he started yelling at everybody about loving it here and all misconstrued and I love you. He was drunk. It'll happen. Steve Kime, I want him to be my Uber today. I want to climb into a car and go, hey, hey, where are we headed? Does he do stuff like that anymore, I wonder? Uber? It has to no, I mean, like, time. Events? No. And that's the th- I never understand that. Like, there's people that, even in this building, that you're like, you should probably not. Brady and I were just talking about with Kevin Hart. Who, uh, the guy from Empire who was uh, beaten oh, up. I mean, it's a terrible story. Beaten up. They put a noose around him, supposedly. Started screaming like uh, MAGA. MAGA forever or whatever and all this stuff. And they beat the tar out of the guy and threw out a bunch of uh, gay slurs and racial slurs and everything else. And Kevin Hart simply goes on and says, hey, man, I'm in your corner. Uh, you got uh, my support. Anything you need, you got it. He's gay, right? Like the guy that got beat up. Yes. Yeah. So, uh... And everybody just attacks Kevin Hart how and says, you? how dare you? You're the one who said the homo F word years ago, and now you're supporting. And he's like, look, I got <laughs> over it. Yeah, I, yeah, I can't. No. But, I, but I told Brady, I'm like, isn't that kind of like going into, a, like if I went to Porkopolis and every time I went there, people threw food at me and called me an asshole and told me I was a dick. And I'm like, geez, I've tried really hard with you guys. And I've apologized for whatever it is you're mad at me. all get off social media? Why do yeah. you keep going back? Why does Kevin Hart keep going back? Why just quit? I stand with a man in his time of hurt and need by giving him a heartfelt support, and you take time to harp on my 10-year past. I've apologized about it and moved on from being a better person. Do you want change? If so, I'm moved an example on. of what you want yeah. to do. Wait a He's did right. You read, did you read that right? Moved on from being a better person? Yeah, well, I'm not being a better person. Needs a I moved on moved from, from being a better person. Yeah, he, he's, 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 it's not exactly the most. By but it, again, it's social media. People, he was high when he wrote People don't necessarily. But the first comment after that Bye. is, uh, hey, that's your best joke ever, Kevin Hart. Congratulations. <laughs> like, they were mean to him immediately after. He's like, look, I'm trying to change. I'm trying to be a better man. The best joke ever. You said a word we hate uh, back in 2008. We'll never let you forget. But again, is there anything about social media or its services that are worth that? Quit going back in there. Stop it. But it's weird because, like, Steve Kime will be, he has to, kind of, like at events with a beer in his hand, and everybody's going to be thinking it, but nobody's going to be saying it. He, he might not. Maybe, you know, at, at events now, he, he got his way by not having it. We, I was at uh, at our Christmas party. We watched somebody get a little too drunk, ended up having to go to sleep at the, under the power of elbows. And so uh, so we put him to sleep. I was like, well, that's that's going to be the last time we see him at an event. Like, not two weeks later, I'm at another event, and he, it's a Christmas thing, and he hands me a bag, and he says, here you go, buddy. He's, you know, he's fine. He gives me a bag, and in it is a bottle of Jack Daniels. I'm like, oh, wife's making you clear off the shelves, huh? <laughs> What do you mean? I'm like, you're not allowed to have this stuff anymore, are you? And he goes, Ooh. and his uh, friend goes, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. And I'm like, well, he's handing out alcohol because I don't think he's allowed to keep it in the house anymore. That's my guess. It's all dusty. After the last, yeah. <laughs> not at his house, it wouldn't be dusty. That's yeah. true. It wouldn't have time to settle on <laughs> But I'm like, how, how do you show up again and then just start boozing? Like, you got put to sleep. And 
had to you had to apologize to everybody, and I'm fine with him doing it. But it's like, man, I couldn't if I was Steve Kime or if I was the drunk that that had to apologize. I couldn't show up drinking again the next time. Once maybe, but like when it's multiples, you start getting that whole oh boy. Here we go, and nobody can say a word. Hey everybody! Oh, Kime's in the oil again. Here we go. Take his keys. Nobody gets Kime's keys. I'm director of security. I'll give her a billion, majillion dollars. Leave me alone. He does hand out the dough. Oh, it's pretty good. Did you guys see that uh, dude speaking of payouts? The prisoner, it was Massachusetts, I think, 38 years for a crime he did not commit. And the state's all happy because they passed a law a couple years ago that said you'll never pay a criminal more than a million-dollar settlement ever. He was put in jail when he was 17. So he got the mill, right? 38. He got the million dollars, but he's still going to be like, this is nice, but... Thank you. And the state's like, sorry, we passed a law that says we don't pay you more than that. And they're like, isn't it great? It's like, not for me, it's not. This is, uh, you pretty much stripped me of all of it. 38, like he's in his 50s now. And they just send him off with a million dollars. Here you go. What this, do you think would be up. fair? Um, more than that, because if he makes, what, 50 grand a 38 year, million. I kind of agree. Time. I mean, you got to have a limit, don't you? Oh, I'm all for tort reform. Is it is it a limit though on when you've when you stolen thirty eight years from no, the guy? I, and no, it's your I agree. Like I don't think probably worth be a more than a million. Yes, I, I think. Yeah. I think that guy. Do you? You think so? I think that guy should get a house for sure. Like you should give him a house. Yeah, just and then easier just house. to give him the money. Yeah. No, because th- that's worse. Because now you give him money. Instead. The other side of it yeah. is you give him now more he money. Know how to do it. He's got no skills as far as like Zero. jobs or social or anything else. Like, here's a million dollars. This is it clears our conscience. I think a house is in I order. I can find him a house for a million. Yeah, there you, well, yeah, you could. And then you'd be like, okay, now there what? It well, is. Exactly. And right. it, he's ripe for people to fleece him. Yep. And you just handed him targets, basically. You just said, here you go, guy who doesn't know what's going on. Macaroni and cheese guy. States off. Exactly. Here's a million bucks. Now, you manage it the best you can. I hope you studied accounting while you were in jail. So uh, you want to get him a well, counselor, financial house, planner? Yep, a house. Uh, he, sure. gets, he gets helpers. They sent him home Absolutely. with the prison dog that he raised. Like, like, well, that's going to help keep the people away. Yeah. Try to rob them. Almost like consultants for three years. Yeah, you just get, to get exactly. In and, and, yeah. and I think for those three years, you get the house, you get a million dollars a year for a couple of years. Just to make sure that you didn't blow it. Like, if he blows all that money, he can go back to the state and they're like, here's another button. million. Yeah. yeah. Now try to manage this better. And then you get, you get a minimum guaranteed of two or three years, million a year, just because 38 years of your life because they screwed up is a hell of a lot more than a million bucks. I mean, mentally. If people get that in court cases, oh, it was mental anguish. It was awarded $15 million for mental anguish. What do you think mental anguish of, I'm here for no reason, yeah. 38 years? I mean, mental anguish is a hell of a lot more than a million bucks. That's one of my best. That should be on the biggest fears list. Yes. You know? Wrongfully convicted. Wrongfully convicted for, for 38 years. I mean, yeah, think back to deserves- when you were 16. I still wouldn't be out of jail. Isn't that crazy? I have time left. Brady would just be getting out. With a million. Now think of all the things you've done. I'd have three years to go. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. So f*** you and your million-dollar conscious clearing number. They give away away more money for the publisher's clearinghouse. That's still around? Yes. And it's like five million bucks. I don't know who's buying all these magazines, but that's a wealthy company. Yeah, the You're lottery right, can they, do it. They need to set him up with uh, just instruction. and. Um, yeah, they need to give him people. Yeah. Like, he needs, like, a team of people that are at his disposal at all times. 
million dollars. And people are like, well, it's taxpayer money. Yeah, but you tax paid uh, his entire time that he was, you know, sleeping and eating in a place he shouldn't have been in the first place. You don't, who knows what you stripped away? He may have been an idiot. He may have been brilliant, but he didn't have an option. It's terrifying. The other side of it is the guy that uh, spent 20 years and he got out and he went to Wisconsin and robbed a bank. Total yeah. Shawshank because he, he wanted to go the back. prison system was, was better. institutionalized, yeah. In Wisconsin. They got better health. They got a better setup. They took his life and he didn't know what to do with the one that they gave him back. He's like, I don't know what this is. It's crazy. Million dollars. Seems like a lot to the average Joe humping their, you know, their paycheck every couple of weeks. But a million bucks for 38 years? Uh-uh. When enough. you have to start from scratch. Like, divorce settlements, wives are like, oh, it was uh, emotionally struggle the whole way. And the guy's only got like $2 million. And they're like, we're, we're pretty much going to give everything and the house to her. Jesus Christ. The guy just made her feel bad for a few years. She volunteered to be part of it. Now she wants out and she gets a million of it? I was in jail for 38 years. They got a million dollars. They probably taxed it, too. Probably got like lawyers. 570,000. Oh, yeah, of course. Hopefully, it's just. Million straight across yeah, gift. Yeah, no one touches it. I read those stories. I get nervous. That and the parasite that crawls in your urethra, those are horrifying. Paper cuts in the eyes. I don't know why these people, and burning to death. I don't know why these people put on the list the things they put on snakes. Public Please. Speaking. You can run from snakes. Public speaking. There's so many more things to be afraid of. Walking away from the Phoenix Open. Please, you're going to get run over. And they're going to cover it up. Brady uncovered this entire nightmare this morning. On average, 180,000 people die every year at the Phoenix Open. Not one has been reported. We need to make a 19 song for you for the Phoenix Open. We could do it, and I'll do one of those disguised voices, uh, (laughs) pixelated faces. My rifle's been over at the Phoenix Open, and the state offered me $450 million to not talk about it. Needless to say, this is the first time I've mentioned my wife since the incident. You, you had a wife? Uh, never. No, I changed my name and moved away. That was fine. Would you do it? Ronnie gets run over at the Phoenix Open. A bank comes over and says, we can give you a whole new identity. $150 million. Never mention this. We're just going to sweep it under the rug. Yeah, I would too. I think I would. I think it sounds great. (laughs) I would do that. And then maybe they think I got ran over too. Nobody would know. I would witness relocate on that situation. Go get a beach house, like Big Sur or Monterey or something, and just kind of forget everything. All my trauma. Years later, some girl wants to watch the Netflix documentary with Brady. Brady can go, Hey, that guy's got a a head shaped like you. She was crossing the road of Frank Blade (laughs) Wright. I told her not to go. Anyway, we don't talk about it because the bank asked me not to. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But you know what's great about that? Uh, the girl that I'm watching that Netflix documentary, she'll be way too young to, to remember it. This is boring. This happened before you were born. I love how much money we have. Yeah, me too. What time does college start? <laughs> I got to get you into your classes. Uh, it's 6.04. Let's get a wake-up song, shall we? 585-9800. A good one! And we'll scream it together and be careful crossing the street. It's 98KUPD. Wake up! Celebrating 40 years of real rock. This is the Big Red Radio. Thank you, Silence the Voice. That is uh, a glorious opening for us. 6.21 here in the morning sickness. And uh, Super Bowl tie finally kind of dove in a little yesterday. I had a lot of free time yesterday afternoon. I'm going to do it. Going into Super Bowl week. I'm going to watch a little NFL Network and get on this. Actually, I had a really good show on 
uh, they had that players uh, only meeting, and it was just all Hall of Famers: Rod Woodson, uh, Michael Irvin, Kurt Warner, um, uh, Terrell Davis, and uh, uh, Andre Reed. Kurt Warner was the host. A Mike. lot of players. It was five or six Hall of Famers telling their story about all their Super Bowls and stuff. And then Ron Woodson said, "Man, there's no better feeling, and I think we can all agree." That when that thing, when you know you've won the Super Bowl and that confetti falls, man, there's nothing. You can't feel anything like that. And then he looks and he realizes Andre Reid of the Buffalo Bills is sitting next to him. And he goes, I'm so sorry, man. I'm so sorry. And he's like, yeah, you know, but I wouldn't turn it in for anything. We, we lost one Super Bowl by a field goal and we were there four years in a row. And then all of them, like it was a child in the fifth grade. That's a real good thing. I mean, five or four in a row is unbelievable. Great work, Andre. Great work. And then the rest of them are talking. Michael's talking about his three rings. And Kurt's like, I lost a couple, but man, the ones I won, it's like just all the t- all of them. And you just see Andre Reed's gigantic PJs styled hair and head. <laughs> he just won't get rid of the PJs haircut. I don't get it. But it's. Uh, I'm it, not coming on next time they ask. Yeah, me. I'm not doing that. And then they talked about getting into the Hall of Fame. And they couldn't stop talking about their Super Bowls. Which one was your favorite, Davis? Oh, man, you know, and they're showing all these plays that were the one that made them realize uh, that's the one that just won us the Super Bowl. Davis ran up the gut on this one play that got him a first down. He goes, I just realized that I was the reason we won a Super Bowl. Kurt Warner says, man, we were tied. We were up 16-0. The Rams came back, or uh, the Titans came back and tied it. 16-16, he goes, Dick Vermeil comes to me and says, you've been doing this since you were a little kid. How many times in your backyard have you been the hero throwing that pass to win the Super Bowl? Here you go. You've been doing this. There's nothing new here. And Kurt said, I went out there with this renewed confidence. First play, launch a bomb, touchdown. It was the game winner. We were going to win the Super Bowl. And Andre reads next, and he goes, we had just beaten the Raiders 51-3 to in the AFC Championship game. We were feeling fairly confident. And it all came back without mentioning it. That if it weren't for that mother f- Norwood, he'd have known what those other guys were talking about. It was painful. Would have been better. Have Norwood in Painful. Norwood would have been great. I don't think he was part of all four. They quickly removed him from Buffalo for a while. Uh, but yeah, and everybody's all over Tony Romo. Brady handed me this earlier that you know there he's he's look. I didn't like Tony Romo as a player because I always thought he was average and got fantasy numbers. Just kind of a Philip Rivers thing to me. I think Philip Rivers is better, but Philip Rivers is a fantasy football quarterback in fantasy football heaven. He's never won a substantial game. He's never won a big game. He's never actually been the reason that team is forcing you to do what you're doing. I mean, he's, he's puts up big numbers, and he goes to a certain level, and then that level proves that he's not ready for the next one, and he gets booted. So I've always looked at Phillip Rivers and a lot of quarterbacks as fantasy football quarterbacks. And in this day and age, that matters. You're going to go to the Hall of Fame as a fantasy football quarterback. Dan Marino did it because you're like... He's doing it in an era that nobody's ever surpassed 3,500 yards, and he threw for 5,000. And you didn't know what he was doing. So there's there's times when those guys surpass it. But Tony Romo, to me, was always like, man, he puts up good numbers, but he can't win the big games. He can't win substantial, substantial games. But as an analyst, I think Tony Romo is is John Madden with uh, logic. The guy's outstanding. He does it. I, I love it. And some people hate that he says, oh, this is the play that's coming. Uh, he just checked out. You're going to run a right. You're going to run to the right, and he does tell you what's going to happen. Tries to overhype it. Well, it doesn't even overhype it. I hear, I hear people saying that. I don't even know about. He's so excited yeah, on, on he, both sides. He's like, excited yeah, that he's one. He's you know, watching the game unfold in front of him, and he's watched so many hours of tape that he can recognize it, especially from a bird's eye view, what's coming. 
Well, they're all over him now. It's like, well, you know, you're, gonna, you're predicting all the plays and you're ruining it for fans. I think it makes fans smarter uh, and makes them recognize, geez, you know, the huddle is almost unnecessary. You can go right up to the line and say, I think this is their play and I think this is what we're going to do. And it's about executing that versus, you know, there's every hole has, or every defense has a little hole. Every offense has a, uh, you know, a tell. And sometimes you'll fool him, but he's 72% of the time he's hitting it. Or, seven, or 68% of the time he's guessing the play correctly. 68% of the time. His completion percentage as a quarterback was 65%. So he's actually better at knowing what should happen than actually letting it happen, which is still unbelievable, but everybody's on him. And Deadspin did an article about, like, he may be the best for fans that's ever been. And I'm like, how do you argue that? He could dominate that bar game where he predict oh, the plays. Oh, my God. Do you remember that? Yeah, that was fun. That was a great – but you had to do it while they were in the huddle. But are, yeah. Yeah, Tony Romo would know it. And they, But not only could he dominate that, he could dominate – the checkdowns or the, oh, he's killed no, the play. You're going to run that sweep right. And yeah. it's, he knows everything. You could do that one when they broke the huddle and well, they now, got to the line. You could you could do it up until Oh, that's snap. true. I have a friend who's a Cowboys fan who hates him because he's like, if he knows so much about football and what play is happening, why didn't we have like seven championships? I think it just goes to tell you that everyone knows. Every single person knows on the field what exactly is Can going down. Can you execute? Can you execute? Nate Newton tells a story about the Dallas Cowboys in the early 90s. That he'd get the play in the huddle, he'd walk up and tell the guy in front of him, we're running a power sweep, we're going right we're right at you, stop us. And he would tell them the play, and they couldn't stop it. They'd get five to seven yards, and he'd just come back and go, I'm telling you our play. I'm telling you, you don't have to diagnose it. I'll let you know. Ray Lewis used to tell people. Uh, you remember when uh, Peyton Manning would scream out, you know, 52's the mic, 52's the mic, and he'd pick out the mic linebacker and whatever, and they'd switch, and he goes, don't worry about me. It's a disguise. He's coming. And he'd just shout it back at Peyton Manning, who's on a team that was probably, you know, 13-win team. And they, they had no fear. So it, it's not like you don't know. You can disguise some stuff, but it's execution. So Tony Romo's getting heat for it or love for it. And is it Romo's second year or is it second year, of- Second or third, I don't know. He's doing the Super Bowl, and I'm, I, for one, finally am excited. It's finally uh, broadcasters that don't bore me to tears. Which I think, uh, because of the politically correct world and the safety of everything and all this, you got a guy who actually seems legitimately, authentically excited about what he's doing. You know, I like it. It's better than Dan Fouts, that's for sure. Oh, my God. No one likes him. So many of the C and D squads that would be such worse choices to listen to. Yeah. No, it's miserable. So, uh, everybody on Tony Romo, get off his back. Good combo with Jim Nance. My phone just popped up in uh, a thing. I don't know why. It says, Empire actor Jesse Smollett's assault serves as a stark reminder that American lynching and noose attacks are still a problem. Huh. The media is going to run with this. I, you know, I don't want to be a guy that said this has a little Ryan Lochte smell to it. I'm, it I'm not does. saying he I, wasn't. I, I'm not saying he wasn't assaulted. But what two white guys at 2 a.m. in Chicago who love Donald Trump, hate blacks, and hate gays? scream out, hey, aren't you the homo F-word from Empire N-word? And an hour ago, they were at some bar at a stand-up yeah. table with a couple of beers in their hand going, you know what we should You know what would be great with the bleach and rope I have in my car is to find an I'm actor ready. at 2 in the morning that we recognize from Empire. And I'm not saying the guy wasn't attacked and it wasn't racial, but I'm saying the beginning of it, like lies usually have too many details. That strikes me a little strange that they would even scream, you're the gay guy from Empire that we hate so much. I watch Empire. I don't know who Jesse Smollett is. And I watched the show. 
I would never be able to, like, if I was driving down the road and I saw me, like, there's the gay guy from Empire. N-word. I hate black people. I hate gays. And yet I recognize the entire cast of Empire uh, while driving down the street at 2 a.m. by a subway in Chicago, where he isn't supposed to be. Uh, he had just flown in from New York. There's something that smacks a little uh, drug deal to me. There's something that seems like uh, I can't be caught doing a drug deal at 2 in the morning on a Chicago street, so I'll make up a story about And who, you know, even racists run around with bleach and rope just in case. Gear it up. It seems part of you. It's too it. detailed to be real. I'm not saying he didn't get attacked, and no, it could I, very I, well have been I'm with you on racist. That's but that weird about first it. line is like, even attackers don't shout out, you're the guy from that show I hate. I didn't hear the exact story. Like, yeah. So he, he was walking out of he, he just landed in Chicago from New York. It was about 1 in the morning. What, 2 in the morning, he's like, I'm hungry. Went Walked to a subway at 2 in the morning. Just so happened. 24 hours up. No, 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 that's fine. I believe that, that. I believe this up to here. I'm believing it. And then a car drives by and they scream, aren't you the homo F word from Empire N word? And he's like, huh? And they get out with bleach and a rope, beat him up, pour bleach on him, put a rope around his neck and then scream, this is MAGA country and leave. And I'm like, all the details of this seem And they caught strange. the guys? I don't think so. I don't think yet. It's strange to me because my uh, friend's wife was attacked on the Magnificent Mile uh, once on, on Black Friday. Just guy came up behind her, punched her in the face, swiped her purse, got into a cab, and the cab driver's like, uh, uh, I'm not driving you anywhere. Just watch you punch a woman. And the guy's got him out of the cabinet. Uh, you ask Jen, like, what happened? She goes, I have no idea. No yeah. clue. Like, I heard screaming and stuff. She can't tell you, like, what was said and whatever. It was such an adrenaline-based thing she had. But this dude's details are sketchy. It's a Ryan Lochte thing. I might be wrong, but it well, sure has video. that Lochte. Yeah, supposedly they have video. Of, and I'm not saying he wasn't attacked, but I'm saying all that. And, again, it could have been a like, drug deal gone bad. It, been, behind it, it just seems strange to me that all this took place in one second. They knew who he was. Like, it would make more sense to me if guys just got out. And beat up a black guy. Yeah, it's a weird story. Yeah, it's not. It doesn't add up. Of our list of top ten hits, he has to be <laughs> yeah. on the street. And again, I watch Empire. If you said find Jesse Smollett right now in a list in the, in the hallway, he's here. I'd be like, uh, okay. This is gonna. Well, it would be easy here. There's Come no on. black people yeah. in this building. You're right. So, all right. So, all right. So at Winston's house, he's having a reunion. <laughs> like Jesse Smollett's here. I'm like, I watch Empire. It would take me a second. I'm like, which one is he? That's my uncle. Yeah. <laughs> we, we, we quit bother Rollin and look for Jesse. Hey, Raleigh, I, I didn't realize it. I thought you were the gay guy from Empire. There's too many details. When Ryan Lochte's story came out in Brazil, I'm like, way too many details. There's way too many. Then this happened, and, and it's too just perfect to fall into an, uh, I don't know. It just seems to me it makes more sense that he was out trolling for something, and it went south. And he got his ass handed to him. And no one's he asking questions yeah, about that. No, and, and the minute you make it racial or about Trump or about being gay or whatever, you add that stuff in, you've seen the reaction. Nobody's looking for, like, well, is that really what happened? But it makes more sense to me, could be wrong, that he was out getting at 2 in the morning doing something he shouldn't have been doing. It went south. And instead of getting people asking him questions, what were you doing at 2 in the morning in the first place, he made it, He made the narrative all about the people who attacked him being racist and everything else. Could still be true, but it smells yeah, I mean, funny. the cops are using potential. Yeah, it smells funny. Yeah.
he, he potentially yeah. got uh, a racist attack. Yeah, it's oh, you know, oh they're going to say allegedly and potentially. All yeah, day yeah. Long. I mean, so oh. they're still investigating. Yeah. That's the problem nowadays. Like, that, that 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 you don't hear that too much. It was no. immediately. This well, the, was, well, that's the media. Yeah. The it's media, all over the, the. It's it's a click story. I mean, yeah. this is a big click story. Every Gay. website. That's what the cops are saying. Well, you, I mean, that's the reason we're talking about it right now. My phone just gave me an update that said, "Well, racists are lynching people all over America." The, the media loves this stuff, and I don't think that that's true. There was a letter that threatened Smollett before the attack and was sent to Fox Studio in Chicago on January 22nd. I don't know. Like, I didn't know that. They set this up? That's then, a new story, And then they too. found him, and he that. happened to go. Well, if that's the truth, that? and no one told him, hey, when you're in Chicago, there's some serious threats on your life. We saw Jeff die with one stalker take every precaution you could oh possibly God, take yeah. to go anywhere in this city because one guy had sent a letter that made him feel like, well, I better be... So if there's letters floating around to Fox and he's flying into Chicago, you'd think that they'd be like, we're going to make sure you're not walking around at 2 in the morning looking for Subway sandwiches by yourself. That That is even more suspicious. The letter contained threatening language and was laced with a powdery substance that investigators believed was likely Tylenol. Yeah, again, that's if that's the case, then that should have been more of a story to say, hey, Jesse, when you're in Chicago on this junket, we're going to make sure you're all right. You well, maybe he go. has said stuff in the past. I, mean, I don't know anything about the dude. Or maybe he said something in the past that incited something. I don't know. It's awfully strange, though. But but again... All it takes is a tweet, and it's out there forever. I totally yeah. agree. If that's the case, though... I hate Donald Trump. Would those guys scream out, aren't you Jesse Smollett? Or wouldn't they just be like, there's our guy? They wouldn't shout that out the window. The details are just weird in this one. I, I don't want to be wrong or right in this. I just kind of feel weird about it. I got that same vibe with Ryan Lochte, and it was like, this doesn't pass the smell test, man. Anytime somebody's given that many details... About what happened. You know, I mean, down to pinpoint little things. You're like, they're lying. They're telling a story, and it's got too much in it. People in true adrenaline rush situations are like, and I, I don't My wife, uh, ex-wife that was in the Trade Center had no idea what happened. Her brain shut off. We had to go to therapy to figure out, like, the details of her day because she was having nightmares. I'm like, was this real or was this not real? You didn't know. So they have video of the two people that they want to question, but... There's no video of the actual attack, yeah. I guess. Yeah, I have no, I have no idea what's real, but it, that they found you. It adds up more to me that he may have been up to uh, just as much. Let's say that nothing that, good happens at two a.m. No, no, yeah, you know, and especially when you, hey, I got some death threats against me here, uh, but I need one of them Parmesan subs. I'm going to wander over at two in the morning in Chicago. I got five dollars. <laughs> I've only got five in my pocket, and I know people are trying to kill Although me. Although we've been out drunk, you but know. you know when I've never been out drunk. After a threatening letters come to Hubbard saying, I'm going to kill you, be yeah. on your toes, especially when, you're in, especially when you're in this city. So if I go to Austin, and Austin has a letter that says there's people that are going to kill you, I ain't walking the subway at 2 in the morning. Not doing it. It all just, it's weird. And I, and I, look, I want the guy to be okay. I don't want this to be a prevailing problem in the United States where we question it. I just feel like it's a strange, I just don't know that attackers shout out, aren't you the guy from Empire? Homo F word, N word. They don't watch Empire. Those two aren't going to recognize you from Empire. Trump fans are not the target audience of Empire. Yeah, watch it to be angry. Yeah, there's maybe, maybe they're like me, but I never want to kill Adam Sandler. I watch all his movies to make myself mad that he's got hundreds of millions of dollars more than Han Solo. It's a sweet plot to get his name out there more. (laughs) That's, or just to be like, we got to keep Jesse out of the drug thing. Just say it was a gay racial attack. He's going to get all types of parts. Oh, he's huge. Black Panther 2. Guess who's going to be in Wakanda? <laughs> uh, he's there. But it's, yeah, it's, I just, I don't know. This one feels funny. And I really don't believe, and I don't want to perpetuate that, 
as a low-end member of the media, that there are people driving around with bleach and rope that we have to worry about. The just way ready? You, yeah, just ready to racially attack you. I'm pretty sure. You don't have that in your trunk? This headline is ridiculous. It just popped up. A reminder, American lynching and noose attacks are still very popular. Well, I think there are assholes everywhere sure. that are ready to attack. There are a bunch of uh, Be surprised what's attacks. There are a bunch of people who will attack you. Whether it's lynching or whatever. I haven't heard a ton of lynching. Yeah, whether it's pre-planned, I don't know. I don't think you have to worry about it. If I was a black guy, I'd constantly I'd, I'd be, you know, head on a swivel. Not lynching, but like somebody's going to hate me for no reason. Some hillbilly's going to do something dumb. It could dumb. be another one of my documentaries. <laughs> Cover-ups. <laughs> it could be. You didn't realize how You much didn't know how much lynching was still taking place. I haven't heard about it in a long time. And when you do, it's usually an isolated, terrible event. But yeah, to go to that extreme of hating him and doing all that stuff, but then to scream, this is MAGA country, see you next Friday on Empire, Jesse. I, I, mm, something ain't passing. I don't think Chicago is, really. What's that? MAGA country. I don't either. I think no. it's the, and that's another thing. It's really not. Those guys couldn't be more wrong. Yeah, they're It's Rahm Emanuel country, I think, more than anything else. I think they're super liberal. It, MAGA country. Mm. If this was in the South, it'd be more believable. Yeah, if you're down by uh, where you're from, down in Southern Illinois, it's MAGA country. And he probably won't be doing too many junkets down there. I don't think he's going to roll over to Crown Point, Indiana, or Lowell, where I'm from, and just walk the streets comfortably. Chicago is not a bastion of Donald Trump supporters who happen to watch Empire as well. I don't know. Color me crazy, but I'm not saying, you know, people misconstrue everything because they take details out of details. I'm not saying racial attacks don't happen. I'm not saying it might have been race-related. I'm saying them screaming out the window, aren't you the the gay N-word from Empire, seems to be the first thing that I think is fake. That just seems false to me. I watch Empire. I don't know which one he is. Usually what happens when you see somebody like that that's a pseudo-celebrity, you walk by him in an airport and you're like, was that the is that guy the, from... You're still walking. You're like, who? I mean, for God's <laughs> sakes, Black Panther, everybody's seen Black Panther. And the news put Mahershala Ali in the picture yesterday saying Black Panther star, and it's the wrong black guy. We're not good at that, especially Trump supporters can't point out a black guy and immediately identify him. Trump supporters are the first one to go, I can't tell one from the other. They're the first to say it. At 2 in the morning, they happen by Jesse Smollett, and they recognize him immediately. Precision. <laughs> Trump supporters aren't good at, at identifying black guys. That's why uh, basketball players have their names on their jerseys. It's for that's the, why? That's exactly why. I mean, think about it. In basketball, they wear tank tops and shorts. If you can't identify somebody, all their features are showing. They still have their names on their jerseys. Yeah, I don't know which one's what. I have more trouble with the Eastern Europeans. Doncic and the other guy look just the same to me, the German one. Yeah, I just, uh, this one doesn't smell right. And I don't want to stir up problems with people that want this to be true. But I don't know who wants it to be. It just seems funny. And it all is based on a couple people I know who've been attacked that can't give you an ounce of detail about what was said or done to the to the to to that kind of thing. That just doesn't add up. There's know. a couple of scenarios that, you know, you think, oh, could have been a relationship gone wrong. And uh, yeah, hey, look. Jealous. There's a million different things. Yeah. <laughs> and he's covering up. Or... Jimmy from Philly says, you got a couple of employees there. I'd check their trunk for rope and bleach. 
Fair point. Oh, sure. That's why I'm saying you'd be surprised what's oh, in people's cars. I assume. I think I have rope. I don't have bleach. I think I have rope in my car because it's a Jeep. You never know when you're going to need to tie onto something and pull it away. But I'm also not driving around going, hey, aren't you that mid-level empire actor? Ooh, do I hate N-words. You're great on that show. I love Empire, but oh, I can't stand your race. What are the odds? Yeah. I ran, I drove right yeah. by you. Two in the morning, and I, so I got my rope and my bleach out. And he didn't run. When Machete was in here, Danny Trejo, I took that promo Machete home. Yeah. I had that in my car for like six months. <laughs> I'm driving around. <laughs> it is. It, it, look, I've had some things in my car I'm not proud of. That 18 inch dildo yeah, was in yeah. there for a long time. Big, veiny mess. I kept it in there even after they killed the, the photo radar. Just in case? But again, the timing seems like, ooh, aren't you the, hey, there he is, get the bleach in the rope. Perfect. And Jesse Smollett stood there like, yes, well, I am the, the homo F-word, N-word from Empire. Thanks for recognizing. I'll stand right here in front of the subway and wait for you guys to get all your stuff out of your car. Oh, it's bleach and a rope. We're going to do some laundry? I mean, no. It just does. Uh, it's, it's, it's got Ryan Lochte written all over it. All over it. If I'm a betting man, if I'm a guessing skeptic, He's making a drug deal, and it went wrong. And he doesn't want people to know that he's up to that. It's just weird. And what I was said, Eddie Murphy's excuse when he was picking up a train? Giving her a ride home. Wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Just, I just want to give this girl a ride home. <laughs> Hugh Grant, Grant yeah. same thing. He picked up Divine Brown. Was was that Hugh Grant's and Eddie Murphy, or was that Eddie Murphy get Divine Brown? One of them. And, and Danny Bonaducci was just crazy. He went home naked in a closet. <laughs> they got in a fight. They start, he found, well, he found out that that six foot three inch, three hundred pound woman was a man, and he started to punch him. Yeah, it just it's their stories are never accurate right off the bat, and then you're like, all right, I give it to you. You got you know, will he be forgiven? Is the question. If it does come out crooked, this seems kind of weird. What doesn't seem weird is this story. Listen to this, Brady. We need to both get aboard this. Who's B Smith? You know who B Smith is? Evidently a big foodie, like a cook. Uh, evidently big. B. Smith is a, um, used to be a model also. First black woman ever on the cover of Mademoiselle. She's got Alzheimer's. She's in her early 60s, right? And her husband uh, has uh, been taking care of her. And she's not in like crazy Alzheimer's stages yet. She's still functional, but it's heading that direction. Uh, they did an article on this. And the husband went out and got himself a side squish during this whole time and moved her in. Because ah. Alzheimer's wife, <laughs> what's she going to recognize, right? So the wife's like, well, this is nice and stuff. And he's like, hey, why do I have to stop living? I'll still take care of her. So it's uh, really bad. It's also race-related because the girl he brought in is a younger white woman. And B. Smith and her husband are black. And she's smoking hot. Like Dan Gasby. Yeah, Dan Gasby's his name. That's right. And they met uh, in 2017, struck up a conversation, got to be friends, and then... Uh, yeah, my wife, who's got this Alzheimer's back home, can't you know she can't really do much anymore. If you'd like to move in, and this woman did, like she's either the ultimate woman or the biggest bitch on the planet. I haven't decided yet, but that's like if Ronnie had Alzheimer's, I know she's good, and she's in her early fifties. She looks great. She's pals now with the Alzheimer's wife. But you gotta admit, for picking roommates, that's a that's a pretty good roommate, right, for Dan? For Dan to get through this process, so he went got his Alzheimer's wife. Got the diagnosis and realized, well, I, I gotta get, to, I gotta get to living. This is I'm, why waste my time with this. I know how this story ends. So uh, then he gets the girlfriend. She moves in, and fans are furious. Like it's hilarious how mad everybody is. And even the Alzheimer's wife's like, I don't want my husband to stop living. 
You know, I want him to go out and have fun. And if this is fun for him, so does she know about it? Well, to a point, yeah. She That's know, what I'm wondering. I mean, like, so it's more of an outrage to other people. It's, like, well, oh, yeah, Twitter and everybody happen. else is mad. So now this guy's like, like lawyers are getting involved where he can't have her money when she dies. Because <laughs> evidently she's been very successful and stuff. But I just, you know, I think that's pretty good. And I think, ladies, you should get on that. If you have a disease or something like that, or a hangnail even, I think I'll take it down to hangnail and it gets a little cumbersome. As a man, I've got to, why would you want me to be unhappy through all that? Don't you think it's time that I started looking around? And maybe how about just in case? Because Alzheimer gets a lot of people. Just in case I should have a backup plan, right? Everybody's talking about backup plans. I think it's a good idea to just have a side squish living in the spare room just in case you get sick. Right? I mean, I look back at it when, um, over the Christmas when Ronnie got the foot surgery, just yeah. that two or three week period. It's tough. I was hoping she'd understand, you know, <laughs> right. I had someone move in. <laughs> They've been married since 92. They revealed her diagnosis in 2014. Uh, she was diagnosed a couple years before, but uh, she started to forget things and repeat things. And he thought to himself, it's a perfect time to bring in an extra broad. House isn't going to clean itself. <laughs> right. Look, there's a lot of laundry to do, and she's forgetful. So a lot of times it sits in the washer too long and then gets that weird mildew smell. Oh. I can't have that. So I got me a side piece out of the bar. I'm bringing that home. She's moving it. <laughs> and she did it. How do you talk your wife into this without Alzheimer's? Maybe all you got to do is ask. We've never thought of this. Honey, sit down. I need to talk to you. I've met a, a relatively nice lady today. Oh, yeah? Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, thinking to myself, uh, to lighten the load for you around the house a little bit. That's how you set you it up. You try to tell her there's less work for you. It's like a live-in maid. She can cook, clean. She can cook and clean. And, Service. Uh, uh, every once in a while, i got to take her to dinner and stuff. Where's the harm in this? I'm, I'm thinking of you. I think a lot of women would uh, be okay with yeah. that. I've noticed you had a head cold, so I went out to the bar. <laughs> and uh, just in case this turns into some debilitating illness, I have a backup. A backup you. So you don't have to do any laundry and stuff. And I think so long as, like, that sister wife show, your, your top wife knows she's top wife. The second girl comes in, she's got to do all the housework. Top wife becomes, like, queen of the castle, mm. right? Yeah. I think this is going to work. I think, guys, I think we've come up with something. In the eyes of Jesus, as long as you don't marry that second girl, you're good, right? Brian? Oh, no. Biblically, that's all they used to do. Yeah, some of the like hundreds of wives. David. And, yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. And they were big wives on it in the concubines. I don't know how you people have dumped that idea. I've, I've, I've asked for years. Yeah, why don't we why? marry more than just one? <laughs> that's what you should do at Cornerstone. Raise your hand. Excuse me. I'm pretty bogan of Gilbert. Hi. <laughs> bless you, too. Um... How come the Bible bailed out on that whole multiple broads thing? My wife gets mad at me at certain documentaries that I want to watch in the company of a woman, but she can't watch because so much has happened to her in her life that's a reminder. She's got a lot of triggers. So if I want to watch an abduction documentary, can I watch it with Crystal instead of my wife? Go to the backup. I gotta call in the bullpen girl. It's not a bad idea. Hopefully you have a big enough house. Yeah, yeah. You can't have some two-bedroom apartment where everybody's, you know, banging into each other. Well, the one guy on the, uh, I I don't know if it's his sister-wise one, uh, but he had multiple. You know, had a little compound. Yeah. Well, the bad thing about sister-wise is. stay at the houses, right? Two nights. But they keep filming him being angry. And they keep they keep filming him being mad. Just set up. Yeah, well, I think it's just to perpetuate that it's a bad idea. But I don't know. 
this whole Alzheimer's side switch living at the house thing. Uh, that, this dude needs to write a book because that's amazing. He talked his Alzheimer's wife before she went completely south into like, look, I'm going to need to move on. You're going to go into this weird cocoon of a life. This would definitely work with, so if, uh, yeah, she's more than Alzheimer's. Like yeah. Maybe she's in a wheelchair. Oh, uh, right. You've got a wheelie. Yeah, you got some kind of disability. Ask yourself if it, was, yeah. if it was switched around. Do you want to meet? The guy, if he was the guy. Uh, she wants to bring a know, dude in. And you're saying you got to hang. Absolutely not, Bree. That's ridiculous. Stop saying stupid. I don't want to meet the dick that replaces me. Come on. Why would you switch that around? Why would you want to ruin everything? I don't know. Help you answer know, that like, would you be all right with that? It's not answering anything. They're two um, separate things. Men provide. There's part of me that says yes. Is the guy I mean, like, I'd be fine with it. If I had yeah. Alzheimer's, I would at least and want to know the guy that's taken over. So he's not like Does a he play PlayStation? That could be. Or, or the, you know. The- <laughs> maybe we want him in Brady's house. <laughs> yeah. Hey, could, hey, Ronnie, maybe you should get a cooler version, Brady. <laughs> Impossible. Get a little PS4 action in, get online. Hey, new Brady. <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? How's it going, huh? Brady, is uh, other Brady still kind of doddering around the house? Caught him in the pool today in his wife's underpants. Can he own, like, a Giordano's? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that. she's in. Free pie for everybody. Move on in, sir. <laughs> but, yeah, I think if I got the Alzheimer's and it started getting to the point right. where I'm like, I can't do much, I'm like, I'd like to know the guy that you're going to be with because uh, I want to make sure you're taken care of, you know? I think that's true love, watching your wife get hosed away while you're incapacitated. I think that's, <laughs> I think that's in a Hallmark card somewhere. <laughs> Hose away, because I can't. I don't know. Maybe it just looks like a real live version of porn to you. Seems nice, but what, clouded. what diseased and what if they cure Alzheimer's? Then what? What, like right then? Yeah, like what if they get like come up We're with back. this magic elixir and Alzheimer's shit and you're got now you got two. You got too many cars in one garage. Does she remember what Housekeeper's happened before? Housekeeper's moving out. Yeah, you, who, who, you got to kick out the... Well, how do you break up with the Altis lady? Well, look, I had made plans already. The balls are rolling. I can't stop this snowball. Yeah, you got to have that paperwork in hand. I don't know what... Well you, beforehand. You just got to hope they don't cure it. <laughs> Deep down, you got to hope that... I don't think that's Alzheimer's. your hope. Yeah, it is. If you've brought in another they, woman... Because even if they cure it, doesn't mean that you're accepting it. doesn't mean that you're giving it to your wife. I don't want to spoil it. It's the last... Uh, wait a minute. If they cured Alzheimer's, you would keep it from her? Sure, why not? <laughs> if you've established that. They're horrible. <laughs> What's why, worse? Why would you do that? So you'd baby? let her die? Sure. Oh, my God. The secret dark side of Toledo. <laughs> Satan. By the way, it's, it's the last like Brady story in the Brady cancer. Report. It yeah, is. exactly. Alzheimer's has been cured. It's been cured. So yeah. if you if it, yeah, all we'll of a sudden about that later. they cure it, oh yeah, it'll be way down the list behind like in you know, a Reynolds wrap chicken wing pockets. Uh, if they cure it and you've got your side squish all mapped out your future and that you didn't expect it, then what? You gotta you gotta well, be I'd, deep down inside. You gotta be hoping they never ever. I'd cure ask it. the side squish to do twenty three and me and see if she's got genetic markers for Alzheimer's. Man, you're big on keeping them dead. Wow, Jesus Christ! I'm out. asking the question: What if they cure it? And you're like, Well, I'll find out if the next one's gonna catch it. And I'll give it to her. Open up. I need a swab. Yeah. Because how would you feel? You got the Alzheimer's. You talked to your wife and going out and getting some guy. He comes in, like he's your replacement, and then like you're just about to, you know, you're in the the worst of it. And they're like, We got a shot that can take care of this. And be like. Four treatments and you'll be better. Then what? 
you stick with the new guy? The so, so fresh say, what, what happens? Does she, does she remember everything all of a sudden, or does she just it's cured, cured Richard? From- Jesus, man, kill your wife. Just put a pillow over her face. The day they announce they've cured Alzheimer's and get her out of there. Toledo's gotten along well with kids. all the stepdads. <laughs> You've gotten along with all of yeah. Alex's stepdads. This may be uh, yeah, yeah. Everything you're saying may be part Rocking of your and, this, and the new stepmother yeah, and the I stepmom. Yeah. Yeah. But this may be part of your abandonment issues. What? No. That curing the disease is a bad idea. Let's just get rid of her. Yeah. That way she can't disappoint me. Anyway, well, other than Toledo, it seemed like a great plan. I got to hand it to that guy, though. I don't know how you pull that one off. Went out and got himself a white woman, too, which is basically like saying, wife, you're everything I've never wanted. (laughs) (laughs) It would be like if Megan came home with a muscle-bound, hairy guy that looked like Fabio. It'd be like, "Here's, here's your replacement. I'm like... This is everything I'm not. Yep, I took a different route. I suppose she likes that's to mix right. it up. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, probably not a, a smash hit with a B's fan base. No. Either, and that's why. No, they're not happy. You kind of want a guy that comes in and looks a lot like you, don't Do you? you? Though? I think I so. Be like, oh, that's a compliment, you know? Oh, that's nice. She's casting. She's trying not to forget me, but no, she comes in with, you know, Mahershala Ali. <laughs> You're like, oh, I see. You've been uh, neglecting a need. I've always wanted one of these. I'm like, all right, well, I'll get out of the way as fast as Alzheimer's will allow. Yeah, I kind of want the replacement to look similar to me. So Brady Buner walks in. Oh, good. Buner walks in and be like, fantastic. This is like I'm never leaving. Brady, I mean, if Ronnie came in with a slender... Great-looking uh, Superman of health and just ripped. Yeah, you'd be like, okay, I see that I have not met all. I've not fulfilled your desires. I'm right? just hoping the Alzheimer has kicked in enough where <laughs> right. I couldn't call if I saw him in the next room. <laughs> hey, good to meet you. Let's say it hasn't. You've met the replacement, yeah. and he is it's, that's everything tough. you're not. That's tough. You're everything he never wanted to be. One of those right. firefighters. It's like you yeah. can't help but uh, figure, oh, wow, this was a need yeah. that wasn't being. Right. I'm, I'm not fulfilling you visually yeah. at the very least. Like, you have, your attraction is different than what I am. Lisa used to date basketball players. I still don't get that. The white ones? Yeah, well, I never asked. I don't, well, I would guess I don't see color. I don't that see wasn't color. your first question? I do. Statistically, that's a I don't no. Statistically, Lisa used to date. She's like, uh, I, basketball. Need, I need to recover and repair. Back yeah. in college. Yeah. You know what you are? You're my theory on when you see a black woman with an Asian guy. She's just tired of huge dicks. She can't right take it anymore. Right <laughs> She's going to date an Asian guy because I've had it. Never again will I be dismantled by one of those things. I'm dating Asians. Oh, John, the excuses you have to resort to when your dominatrix goes too far. <laughs> what does that mean? I'm not sure. Apparently, he's got something in his past. Oh, my. <laughs> Alzheimer's with Wait, your, your dominatrix? dominatrix? can give your wife Alzheimer's? <laughs> to call my dominatrix. You have a dominatrix? Doesn't everyone? I thought that was just a one-time hire. I didn't know that she was on retainer. Anyway, what are you going to do? Just saying. I don't know that women will find it to be... Well, actually, if a woman did it, it would be a romantic notion. A man doing it, he's a pig. Because it's the notebook. 
It's essentially the notebook. Found the right one. Yeah. Alzheimer's was the wrong guy, but if I, I go back and I'm in love with, I fell in love with the wrong man is a huge story in women's romance. All of them. Sleepless in Seattle. All of them are like, I can break up with this guy because this guy's the true one for me. And you can dump dudes and cheat on them all day long because it's the way it works in women romance. In man romance, if there was ever a story like that, hey, I heard this woman on the radio in Seattle talking about her kid. I'm going to fly to New York. I'm going to try to bang that. It would be like the worst human being in the world. Roles reversed, it's romance. John, maybe I spent too much time on two bait, and maybe you already mentioned this, but would it be wrong for me to have a three-way with my side squish and my Alzheimer's wife? Not while she's still got it. Not while she's still got it. Yeah, don't go all hacienda on it. Yeah, don't wait till she can't make decisions. You know, get her in a moment of clarity and have the three-way, but... Because this B lady's still, like, functional. Like, she's hanging around. She's yeah. forgetting things, and, you know, she's got it. Toledo, let me put it in a, in a way that you can understand it. This would be like if Lisa brought in a guy that had a lot of money. Yeah. Exactly. Successful, smart, organized. Really good at woodworking. Woodworking machine. He's Bob the Builder. <laughs> there's, a reason Toledo, there's a reason Toledo wants to kill a wife. He never got a chance to kill the last one. <laughs> Can you imagine two Dons screaming at Toledo? They have no idea what they're yelling about because they've got Alzheimer's. He'd probably take a bullet to himself. That's probably true. Yeah, it's crazy. But reading that story, and I don't know if USA Today was trying to make that story like, isn't this great? Or isn't he the devil? Like, they wrote it really well to make you decide. It was that lion and the thorn thing. It's like, you pick, you choose your own How do you feel? It's a choose-your-adventure. But, man, the comments, women were furious, and dudes were like, I think it's beautiful. Of course we did. Next time Megan sneezes, I'm going to get some side squish. That looks like you're not going to make it through this. Bye. Bye. I'm going to go over to the nearest bar. I don't care where this bar is. There's one. Gallagher's. This isn't going to go well. She's not going to stay forever. Just tonight while the cold's around. Just keep her around during the cold. Every time a woman gets sick, you get a second one to hang out. Clean the house. Perform. Uh, Eric's going out to 19th Avenue and Northern this morning to Albertson's. And tickets to go see Bring Me the Horizon on the 15th of February. Uh, that's at Comerica. Man, oh man, is that album fun. That Bring Me the Horizon record is great. They've changed their ways. They are no longer, they're poppier. And oh, yeah. It Lighten works, it man. It is, it's lightened up, but it's still got, still, good. still got teeth. It's cool. This new record is great. The last one was really good. Didn't really win me over. This new one is just, I want to go to the show. February 15th at Comerica. Eric's going to have tickets for that. T-shirts, CDs, DVDs, all that stuff. He's loaded up and ready to go. 19th Avenue and Northern at the Albertsons. What's on the big board of musical treats? Yeah, I'll probably be there around 7.30 okay. or so. Stop on by. Uh, Wake Up Song brought to you by ELOteam.com. I got Slipknot up here. All out live. Highly suspect. My name is Human. Chevelle. There it is. off to the bull. Incubus, Whatever it is. New skin. My name is Human will always be. Okay. Love that song. And goes out to all the side squish. <laughs> you never know when that wife is going to get that debilitating illness, right? You got to start planning for that kind of stuff. We're always talking about being prepared. Everybody wants to live their life prepared. Well, you never know when your spouse is going to die, so have a backup. <laughs> always the plan. Worst. You got to plan for the future. Try to talk somebody into that. Look, we plan for our retirement. We plan for our death. We plan for everything. What we never plan for is being alone, and I don't want that. It's the financial planner to the next level. <laughs> it's now the we got the finances uh, dialed in. <laughs> like I'm going to help gonna you with the uh, side action. Now, depending on who dies first, we got to find ourselves some backups. Do each of you have a side squish? Neither of you? Oh, my God, that's like not having a will. You have to get your side squish in play. Both of them. Like, you know, it's only fair. Turnabout's fair play. Megan has to have some hanging D on the side. Right? 
Just in case I, I croak. This terrible conversation sparked from Alzheimer's girlfriend. Can it be done? Uh, let's do it right here. It's highly suspect. I love this. Still, this album, 2016, my favorite record of the year by a lot. Uh, it's My Name is Human. It's highly suspect. It's 98 KUPD. out there this morning albertson's 19th avenue in northern if you want to go bother him it uh, could probably benefit you you're going to get a whole bunch of stuff courtesy of 98 kup i don't know if he's got our 40th anniversary stuff right now but i'm loving all of it like our bumper stickers are cool i i'm not a bumper sticker guy i put one on me too because i like them so much i'm like looks damn it good. that looks good yeah and i just you know a little pride yeah. wearing a little pride at the old kupd you know we've been around for 59 years there's no reason we can't celebrate 40 years Larry hates that, by the way. Just don't even... I don't get... Why? Because <laughs> we're a nearly a 60-year-old station. It's just with 40 years of rock. I know. It's our 40th anniversary of our 59th year. First 19 years we don't talk about. We're in transition. Uh, Eric's out there, 19th Avenue and Northern. He's got a bunch of stuff, including tickets to Bring Me the Horizon, a show I now want to go to. It's a Friday night. February 15th. It's at Comerica and this new album of theirs. <clears throat> that mantra song might be song of the year already. And they're going to have... Uh, Not even a month into I know. We're, it's a big mountain to climb uh, to top how much I like that one. So uh, bring me the Horizon tickets on the t-shirt, CDs, a whole bunch more. Eric is out there this morning. Albertsons, 19th Avenue and Northern. Go bother him and uh, see what you can score. It's all free. Maybe you have to answer a question or two. No big deal. Uh, it's time now for Brady to give you all the news that only Brady knows. We call this the Brady Report, brought to you by our friends at Hooters. And uh, you can still order up your uh, big game supplies if you're going to host a party this Sunday and watch the Patriots beat the Rams. Well, then, darn it, you can do it through Hooters. Uh, you just go to the Hooters website try to figure out how you can get wings on the fly. Congratulations once again to our friend Paul Thomas for winning the big game home invasion. Gigantic television, a whole bunch of food and drinks heading his way with a couple of Hooters girls dropping it all off for him. Uh, just because he entered a contest, we told you to enter. Pretty cool. Paul sent me a picture yesterday. said, dude, going back to the old days. Paul's been listening for a long time, evidently. And he's in his uh, company gear, and I'm in my company gear, and we're in this picture. And he goes, this is old. I might be 12 years old. And the good thing about always looking like in life is that people now think I'm aging well. That's been the, the best thing about me. Being ugly since uh, I don't know how long is that now in my mid forties. People are like John looks the same. He, I've he, been he in looked, my mid forties for yeah, 20 he years. looks good. Like when I was in my people are like poor guy, like that looks he looks like <laughs> poor fella. I've always looked horrible, but as you age, it starts to look good. Like there's pictures of me 12, 15 years ago. I'm like it's not too different. A little bit, you know, you could say some age, but uh, it's not so bad. Some of those pictures from you, but looking like in your twenties benefits you 25 years later people think i look good comparatively now if you just meet me you're not gonna think that guy looks good it's like jesus christ what kind of accident was he in <laughs> but if you knew me back in high school and you see me now you're like man nice job johnny you've held it together my friend kevin shirley came out i hadn't seen him in years 
Kevin uh, and I are talking, and as he's leaving, I'm like, Kevin, it's been great seeing you. Give him a hug. And he goes, man, you're, you're solid. You're, 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 you're doing great. I'm like, yeah, I don't know what happened. Because you were a mess. Because back in my time. 20s, I was solid, but nobody pointed out because they felt sorry for me because of my head and face. Now, looking like it's been the best thing that ever happened to me going into my, my late 40s. I love it. Highly recommend that. If you look like garbage in your 20s, nobody expects much in your 40s. You'll do nothing but please people. When you look great in your 20s, where do you have to go? You're heading down. Well, these pictures we took 14 years ago. You can barely tell the difference. 15, 14, I think 14 years ago. These. Were I look like the three of there. us. Yeah. All different. Eric was a child. <laughs> yeah. Brady was a child. That's your. That's the same you. You could you could put a picture of me in there today, and I I look like equal to that aged me versus now. And. I don't know if Aaron photoshopped your bump out or not, but that's a smooth head. Yeah, he may have. Well, that was the other side. The bump oh, side is against okay. camera. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I look great if I were 46. The sad thing is that picture, I'm probably 31. Right. I look like I could be that 31 picture. or 46. But I've aged into this miserable head and face, and people <laughs> are actually starting to say I look good. It's crazy. Like, I don't. <laughs> I look the same. You look the same. That's not a compliment. You look the same you always have. Yeah, because I've always looked like but now it applies that it's it fits. I've crossed that barrier of where 46 met me. It's been great hearing from people from the my past. The moons are aligned. It really is. People are like, geez, you haven't changed at all. I'm like, that's horrible what Here's you just said. one with the lump. There's a good one. That's a keeper. But I don't look any different. That's probably 12, 13 years ago. Ugliest sin there. Ugliest sin today. But it's been 14 years. Yeah, that's a troubling photo. I don't know what I was up to then. Full hillbilly face. Anyway, that's my advice to the youth. Tone it down a little bit. Don't try to look all nice and stuff because 10 years from now when your face expires, and it will, you better have some great oh, stories because it will, especially you ladies. You can rely on that until you're 30. Your vagina and your face should have an expiration date stamped on it because they both go out of style somewhere in your mid-30s. You can't rely on them, at least. They're still useful. Like milk turns into cottage cheese. You can still use it. <laughs> it's not its original intent. But you better pick up on some stories, some ability to, to be entertaining because that face <laughs> is not going to carry you. There's Brady when he was like 18 <laughs> with Jerry Colangelo and, and 12-year-old Scott Brubaker. Look, Brew is a hit. Look at Brubaker. 98. Brubaker is a handsome young man. Now you look at him, boy, Brubaker's, Brubaker's aged. aged. <laughs> you can't be good times. looking in your 20s. It's yeah. detrimental to your future. I mean, you look at it now, you're like, Brubaker, he looks terrible by comparison. I remember strapping bastard Brubaker was. <laughs> Other than uh, slight hair color in, the, in my You look goatee. pretty much the same, too. Yeah. So goatee, you and I are the same. and eyebrows? Yeah. yeah. You look like then, and you've aged into it. Yep. It's our club. <laughs> you look like It's club. great. I, yeah, it's the looking like early on club. Trust me. Be patient. This works out. You're going to love the I got people from ages ago. Jeez, John, you look exactly the same. You look great. You haven't aged a day. You look like then. That's why. You don't have to age when you do it all in your 20s. I forget. What was this one? This is a good one. That is literally our first week on the air. That's your first week. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Look at Brady. <laughs> you could put me in a bucket hat. You wouldn't know the difference. And that's not saying good things. That's just saying 
I look a little like... more on the top notch there for me. The I'm... hair, a little more hair. Oh, you got a lot more a hair, head, didn't she? She had a five hat, that girl. Yeah, that is our first week on the air, and I am twenty nine years old. <laughs> I look. All right, you're right. I look Seventeen years. <laughs> All right, I'm with you. I'm with you on that. Like at 29, <laughs> but at 47, it all works. Brady, congratulations! <laughs> all right, I'll post this on our yeah. Facebook. I don't look any different because I look like. <laughs> highly recommend it. Everybody works so hard to look good in their 20s. Stop it. Do it the other way. Go the other. Go direction. the other way. Try, look terrible early, and when you get older, Brady doesn't like hearing this. This is bad for you. He's, he, I noticed his head went down, his eyes went beady. He didn't like this. But it's a great theory. Brady doesn't like to recognize that he's, you know, he's in my club. <laughs> no, I've stayed steady, you know. Exactly. Looking like yep. all the time, but age caught you, and now it's not so bad. You look like Wilford Brimley in your 30s. That's not good. But now it's like, oh, great. Oh, he looks great. Brady's really, he's kept it together. Smart. That's your 18-year challenge? Right. Yeah, put me in the 10-year challenge. People won't know. Like, Jesus. It's truth. Stay on that path. Eric's on it. Eric looked like his whole life. <laughs> He's got five or six more years before that catches up. People start telling Eric, hey, you, you look great, man. You still Those look early good. pictures of him, he looks like a child. He's, right. Because he, you know, he he's is. trying. He is a kid. He's like 18, 19. Six, seven years later, Eric looked terrible. 24, 25. Oh. six or seven. Didn't take long. Yeah, anyway, highly recommend my theory on this one. Because the better you look in your 20s, when you're 40, people go, oh, the ravages of time. Not for me. Time kicked my ass when I was a teenager. Turned me around like I was in some sort of a, a clothes dryer for about a decade, and then I came out of it smelling like a rose. It can't the, move, but... 20-year reunion where the guy, the guy was the quarterback. Yeah, oh. When they look good then, peaked in high school is the most dangerous yeah. thing you can have. Hot girls, if they kept it together, it's rare. They are a unicorn. Very strange. But uh, I'm pretty pleased right now that ugly caught me early. Because I can, I can just drift into it as an older man. It stops mattering. It's great. Uh, Brady, anyway, uh, please report it. Good Thursday morning to you, Phoenix. Hello, world. Hi. A couple of Thursday morning fun facts. The first player ever drafted in the NFL... Never played in the game because of a contract holdout. Who was it? Jay Burwanger. Huh. Was taken as the first pick in the first NFL draft in 1936 by the Philadelphia Eagles, but they refused to pay him the $15,000 salary. Fifteen grand back then. Yeah, it's pretty good. I'd watched an episode of Mary Tyler Moore yesterday, and Murray was mad at Ted because Ted made more than him. And they revealed how much he made. And they said, uh, Ted, that's why we pay you $31,000 a year. And Murray lost his mind. 31000 a year? Like they just said $10 million. So I looked it up. $31,000 in 1974 would be like $178,000 today. Wow. So Murray was right. Wow. Ted did not deserve it. <laughs> the Sahara Desert is bigger than the entire continental U.S. Wow. Okay. It's about 3.6 million square miles. U.S. about 3 million. That's ridiculous. When Pluto was discovered, 
Some of the potential names were Minerva, Zeus, Atlas, Kronos. Kronos. We need a planet Kronos. Pluto was suggested by an 11-year-old girl in England. Because of the dog. They went with it. Not sure. Does Pluto have some uh, mythological significance? Yeah, yeah. I think it does? I think they're, yeah. I don't know anything about Pluto outside of the Disney character and the planet. I know it was discovered in Flagstaff. Oh, yeah, they got it up there at the observatory, right? Lowell. 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 Yeah. Yeah, that's right. 35 of the 50 states are rooting for the Rams to win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Only 35. The first uh, graphic I saw it was Louisiana and seven New England states. So it was, uh, it was like 42. So they've, they've scooted got, a few um, more in. North Car- or North Dakota. Michigan. Uh, this is Michigan, Kentucky, West Virginia, both North and South Carolina, and Alaska, in addition to Massachusetts, the New England states. I guess that makes sense. Maine, so West Virginia, New Hampshire, Vermont, a couple Carolinas. We hate yeah. them homos from Los Angeles. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of that. Them going libs. On. Robert Kraft is friends the with libs. the president. Yep. Let them libs win a championship. Take it back to Los Angeles, where the trophy will get all queer. They'll be shoving Lombardi inside each other's b-holes. You know it'll happen. Yeah, that'll happen. You know what happened. Jared Goff's a Peter Puffer. He's from Los Angeles, from Queerifornia. We here in West Virginia support Tom Brady in the game. He bangs Giselle Bunchin. The food, uh, the food website Delish analyzed Google data to figure out what Super Bowl food people in every state have been searching for the most. Because we're getting down to crunch time to the uh, parties. It is crunch time. It's very important. Tell Africa about crunch time. Yeah. Super very fun. important, Jared, because even your terms about of eating, crunch <laughs> yeah. time. It's crunch time. <laughs> even things you talk about, <laughs> food-related, are related to the sound food mix in your mouth. So I've heard. Arizona, death Tamale. by chocolate cake. No, no kidding. We like the chocolate cake. That is great. One of my favorite. Oh, Montana. Lemon meringue. This is exciting. No. Toledo. Probably pumpkin pie. Or Lentil cool. soup. Oh, what? Come on. That's their Super Bowl fun? Man, burn it down. Lentil soup is your home state's fun? Never had it there ever. They have a Super Bowl. Well, it's hard to get. they got to search to see where it is. Okay, yeah. Apparently. They're Googling it. Uh, Ohio. Was Buffalo chicken dip? There's a couple other states on that one. Yeah. That seems reasonable for a Super Bowl party. Pennsylvania, chicken wings. What about Indiana? My home state of Indiana. Uh, if it's soup, I swear to God, it's the one after Illinois. Fried rice. Oh yeah, well, the Asian population's taking over Indianapolis. <laughs> <laughs> Big on that. Illinois was jalapeno poppers. Usually right there, the, the ports of Indianapolis. Boats come in from Shanghai. So there's this woman from Scotland named Julie McDowell. And she has synesthesia. That's where you, uh, where two or more of your senses kind of get scrambled. For example, she can smell with her eyes. <laughs> she How can awesome s- superhero would that be? She can <laughs> taste words. Oh yeah, yeah. A word and well, there's a taste. It's the thing where it. some people uh, see music as colors. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I think Marty, my so uh, guitar player, brain associates words with different tastes. 
and she's it's going viral because she recently started telling people on Twitter what their name tastes like. Mm-hmm. Now she set up a deal. You pay, you pay a few bucks. <laughs> yep. For example, what I could scam. save some people some money. Uh, Brandon and Brent both taste like flat Coca-Cola. Aaron tastes like a stale chocolate bar. Brian tastes like a shredded coconut. Toledo tastes like lentil soup. Danielle tastes like SpaghettiOs. Eric tastes like sh- like alcohol. <laughs> like, 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 I know, the, the after. Madison's, any Madison's out there, tastes like a mix of chocolate and earwax. Oh. This lady's eating a lot of None things. None of these are favorable. Yeah, she's got a lot of reference Yeah, points. that one was, Sam tastes like uh, tuna fish. Sean tastes like furniture polish. The way it smells, I would assume. She's not eating furniture polish. The way, yeah. I hope so. so. Yeah. I'm like, you don't know, maybe her frame of reference is going through all that stuff. I was more impressed with her when she could smell out of her eyes. If you go at Julie McDowell, she takes PayPal. There was a guy, on a, it, was, it was from India, of course she does. There was a guy from India that, that they did that study that said sometimes your senses do different things, which got me started on that whole what colors do you see spectrum thing. Because you never know what eyes, everybody's eyes are different. You never know what the other person's seeing and how they see colors and how you see colors could be totally different. But they had a guy who could touch stuff and tell you what color it was. I get a sense of it. Like, you blindfold him and stuff, and they'd put things in front of me, touch it, and he'd be like, that's blue. And he was right all the time. He's like, his hands could see, basically, colors by touch. It was the neatest thing. And I'm like, literally, like, strange fuchsia and puce and all that. So they're bringing it out, and he goes, it's more of a, a lighter pink. It was an old show on PBS, and they talked about scent. I think it was that when Alan Alda used to host that Nova or whatever it was, years ago. Did he host Nova? Was it Nova? He had some medical show he did. I don't know. I was watching Margaret Shower with Frank. According to a new study, morning people are happier happier overall than people who uh, stay up late. And more bad news for the, the night owls. They also have a higher risk of depression and schizophrenia. Come on. Night owls are happy people. It's just they can't get better jobs. I wish I was a night owl. This morning job is a killer to me. I'd stay up late every night if I could. I love night. Emmanuel Franklin lives in Sumter, South Carolina. He's 19 years old. He uh, faked his own kidnapping last week to extort $130 out of his mom. Is he on Empire? She got a call from an unknown phone number and could hear Emmanuel in the background. Then the guy on the phone told her to put 130 bucks in a mailbox at a specific address. Or her son would die. The entire plan immediately fell through because the address they gave her was Emmanuel's dad's house. So she knew what was going on. Idiot. It's not clear who the other guy was on the phone, but Emmanuel did technically, it, what he did qualifies as blackmail in South Carolina. Now he's facing up to 10 years in jail and a $5,000 fine. Hmm. That's pretty stupid. Uh, Insys is the uh, pharmaceutical company that's in trouble now for pushing pain medicines at hospitals, and they're going through a court case right now. Oh, that's when they're trying to tell the doctors, do this, and you get spiffed. Yeah. So they're trying to give people medicine oh, yeah, they may yeah, not the need. Fentanyl, yep. pain reliever. 
Pushing um, the drugs. One of the uh, employees, former employees, I believe, had to testify yesterday and uh, because she was accused of, one, she was a former dancer. Her name is Sunrise Lee. She was born to dance. Um, she was a regional sales director, and she she got some action. <laughs> we put Sunrise in charge of our sales. Sunrise, I, I don't think that's ever been said before. <laughs> right? If they, even if that happened here, it's like, look, Susan's going to leave. We love her. She's great. Welcome. She's being replaced by someone called Sunrise Daniels. Like, oh man, we're all going to be. In she HR. treated some of the doctors some to some lap dances. Of course she did. Her name is Sunrise. You can't dodge that. Good rep. Oh Good my rep. God. Damn. I know how Sunrise gets the job. Unfortunately, Sunrise had to leave. She's got an opportunity in Texas. Welcome, Dakota Sapphire. She's our new salesperson. I'm sorry, Sunrise. The doctor is busy. Door yeah. opens. No, I'm no, not. No, I'm not. Okay. fine. Come on in. Curiously, most of her salary is based on incentives. Yeah, of course. <laughs> She's a salesperson. She knows what sells. Sunrise being your general sales manager. I guarantee you results in lap dances every time. And 100% across the board, no one named Sunrise as a CEO or a GSM of anything is getting away with not sleeping with somebody. Hey, there'd be a fun Christmas party with Sunrise. Also, there's no gigantic, ugly people named Sunrise. Ooh, I don't know about Where? that. Where? Mm, no, they killed themselves be way before. You they, think? Yes, because their name is Sunrise and they're, they can't live, they can't live up to it. They can't live up to that. In their you know, 20s. What age do they yeah. go? Uh, 23. They're dangling from a very strong beam. They don't just change their name? No. <laughs> I've lived with this. I've set a high I bar. I can't live with this. I'm, I, I like candy too much. I have to go. The cops in Austin, Texas got a call on Tuesday afternoon about a 26-year-old woman named Dovey Nichols. Plus, I get tired of people going, that's a big sunrise. Try to eclipse that. So Dovey Nichols, who was sitting at a on an outdoor patio table using a love toy on herself. Oh, right. And when they arrested her, too far gone, she kept going at it in the back seat of the police car uh, by thrusting herself against the seat and moaning. Oh, and right. she had to go. She's been charged with indecent exposure. Oh! It's a good mug shot. <laughs> she looks like one of the Culkin kids. More surprised. Also get tired of hearing like uh, I thought all sunrises were beautiful. Hey guys, I can hear you. Put the bunt cake down, sunrise. You never hear that phrase either. Hey, sunrise needs to stop eating. No, sunrise is bulimic. Sunrise like is trying really hard. If she's not on meth, she's dancing. She's not your manager. The CEO of Apple Computers will never be named Sunrise. You don't know. No, I do. I'm a hundred percent positive. No one named Sunrise is in charge of anything worthwhile. There's a fast food restaurant in Melbourne, Australia that's catching some heat. People are upset. Pablo Escaburgers. Awesome. Stop. Come with a line of Coke. Awesome. On top of the bun. Yeah. That's with not a real rolled Coke. up fake hundred dollar yeah. bill. They give you phony hundred and a fake line of Coke across the top of the bun. Pablo Escoburgers. Phenomenal. <laughs> and the crazy. the hundred is stuffed in the bun. Yeah. It's rolled up and jammed like into a the pick? Yeah. For straw. <laughs> Phenomenal. Well, you don't need a straw for your burger, Brady. That's for the You roll that, that's for the line. <laughs> that's for the Coke, then. No, yeah, it's not a straw right, for the for burger. The, yeah. I want to see you try that. I'll give it a try. Yeah. Like if Brady's name was Sunrise, 
He'd have killed himself a long time. The white bag is filled with garlic. It would have been, yeah. been Sumner. You'd have changed it to Sumner or just Sting? Yeah. <laughs> is that Gordon? No, Sumner's a good country club kid name. Sumner I, Bogan. I, I think that was the dude at one time that uh, ran the uh, CBS, Sumner Redstone. Yeah. You obviously admired Sumner quite a bit. You never forget that. No. John, next thing you'll tell me, there's no ugly people named Precious. No, that's not true. That is not true. I don't know that was a real name. That's what her, her mom called it, Monique. Uh, yeah. Sunrise, Dakota, you're, you know, Jeeves, Bartholomew. Jeeves. Unless they go by Bart. Jeeves, you're going to be a butler. It's going to happen. Jeeves had to have been short for something. When right? you're a baby and your name is Jeeves, put the suit on and carry the tray. You're going to be a butler. It's, it's predestined. Same with Dakota, Sapphire, Sunrise. You're going to dance. This 43-year-old woman in Thailand was running a marathon last week. Hobson. Her name is Kingjira Klongzanun. Nailed it. Sure, sure. Seven miles into the marathon, this totes adorbs puppy runs across her path. Uh-oh. And it was uh, definitely a homeless puppy. Oh, no. She picked up the puppy and ran Finished. 19 miles with it, holding the puppy. Wow. Took it hostage. Fish. Finished it. Uh, she ate it. Um, <laughs> of course she, she adopted it's the Asia. puppy. It's, it's dinner. She was starving. I run marathons. Well, she you get just real run hungry. 19 miles. Yeah, that's <laughs> If you don't have any goo packs, the next thing you can do is crack a pup open and just suck out the blood. <laughs> Puppies are great energy. By the way, Jeeves apparently is the male form of the name Genevieve. Thank you, Butler. Jeeves, nobody's ever said Jeeves. You're up next. Grab a bat. It's not happened. Jeeves goes and gets you the bat. Who's up? Oh, good. Jeeves is batting cleanup. Never a thing. You seen Jeeves rake? I that's drafted. His, that's uh, his spot. It's probably yeah. Cleanup is his yeah. spot. I I, I uh, drafted Jeeves first in my fantasy football. Team. No. Maybe a last name. Jeeves is your first name. It would be your Butler. G apostrophe E V A. Well, if there's an apostrophe in it, he's black. So it could be anything. Jeeves. I don't know. I saw a guy named DeKeith the other day. I'm like, why, why bother? Come on. Yeah, DeKeith. Just be Keith. It's original. <laughs> Something. I've got one. Uh, we'll end it with one. Radio, video. All right. You love soccer. Do I? Hair lip. Manager of an Italian what? soccer team. <laughs> oh, that's Wood Eye. Never mind. <laughs> this is uh, radio, video. Of the manager of an Italian soccer team, he was arguing with the opposing coach. Ooh. Lands a headbutt on him. Oh, drops yeah. him. Oh, if we could see McVeigh and Belichick do that. Oh, man. Oh, that's a solid form, too. That was like a ram butt. Oh. It didn't, it, after that headbutt, they oh. lost an investigation. Found out the coach also told one of his players to break the legs of an opponent. Yes. He's on a five-month suspension. It's only easy. five months yeah. until yeah. next season? He's yeah. going to coach the Cleveland Browns next year. It's Greg Williams' old plan. Holy cow. That is a form-perfect headbutt, by the way. Crown of the head. Tucked down. You don't want to use your face. By the way, Brady. Fantastic. Oh, comments. there is one. Comments are coming in fast and furious about that. This is, this might be the best. I don't know if you can read it. He said, Brady looks like an adult-sized version of Brad Williams. In that photo, That uh, I look the same at age 29 <laughs> as I do at 47, which is not good. 
You do look like you have short arms. You there. do look a little midge. <laughs> I gotta say, you might be a little midge. Were you a midge? Yeah, I'm 29 in that photo. I look the same. And I don't look the same. I'm not saying I look 29 today. Not what I'm getting at. There's one last. Um, Man. I, look like I forgot about this one. Uh, it's a radio video. But okay. uh, let's do it now because we might run out the of The ears? No, it's oh. uh, Jennifer Lawrence. Someone photoshopped her face with Steve Buscemi. That just reminded me when I saw that picture up there. on the. Why? It, it is. They're the same? They're, they're starting these morphing uh, deals where they're putting a celebrity face. Over another face? Yeah. And this one you can't tell? It's oh. disturbing. Oh, no, this is, I don't like this. I expected Amy to win. So I, I just like, it was just, I, this, was, this was very truly surprising <laughs> for me. She looks like Gwyneth uh, Paltrow's mom, Blythe Danner. Yeah, I, I was just really surprised. Hi. Uh, Sheridan Watson. I'm going to throw up and I don't know why. Um, I'm so getting you're nauseous. you're a Bravo fan. Oh, Who yes. is your... I don't like that. Oh, and it's Isn't his mouth. Weird? Whoa. Right, it's the fact weird. that his eyes were, you know what's going to be great is when they can figure this out for video games. Because they still haven't figured out eyes and mouths for video games. Oh, I don't like this at all. You know how you know how bad it is that now, I mean, we could always do it before. The internet can fool us with any video ever. You yep. think the information we're getting yep. is shaky. Wait until they can manipulate video to the point where you can't tell. Yep. That is not a good looking Steve Buscemi Lawrence. <laughs> Actually, you know, Katniss uh, looks good. You get rid of the eye bags. Not terrible. You could tighten. Yeah, you could tighten the face up. Maybe a little makeup. Yeah. That's a pretty raw first thing in the morning, Steve Buscemi Lawrence. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't like that at all. That's weird. Who else did they do that to? Anybody else? I don't. Nobody on this slate. I didn't see anybody. Oh, and also Toledo sent over my new passion last night and a video of a man having his ears canal sucked out dry and i thought it was a montage of many many ears it's the same it's dude ear, right? and they're they're chunking out all sorts of stuff and then the coup de gras at the end when a roach is behind all the wax and the goo it's and a it's a full-size roach yeah. it's a deep and then the camera goes in and you see all the blood and oh my ear starts to tickle a little bit oh, as it's just like relieving right now just it's not like a good q-tip feel though it's, you've gone oh, too deep the yeah. stabbing oh. Too far with a Q-tip face. Anyway, we'll put that up on Facebook. And anyone who ventures into that video, it's about six minutes of pure joy if you're like me. Good music in the background. Because chunking, the, th the things they chunk out. And it seems like the doctors deliberately, you know, being real slow. You could get a pair of tiny tweezers and pull half that stuff out in a second. But he's just, he's, he's rolling the balls out so slow. Oh, there it is. This is the soundtrack. As they sneak that bit. Look at that. It looks like a wad of tobacco. It, you know what it looks like? It looks like the uh, the death head moth they pulled out of all of oh, Buffalo yeah, Bill's victims' right, mouths. That's a ball. Ooh, that's a tar. Look how deep in that I is. I believe it was, uh, a, was it Aranthea sticks, the death head moth. Oh, yeah. Something like that. They stuffed it in the throat of the victims. It's the rolled up tongue of the moth. Is the oh, part. I could watch this for hours. This is better than Pimple Popper, uh, which, by the way, next Thursday. Look at that ball. Porkopolis becomes Porkpopolis as we watch Dr. Pimple Popper oh. and enjoy food. Look at the, What is that? I, now, at first I thought that was a bug, but this is just a wad of earwax. Am I wrong? Yeah, that's a wad of wax. That's, uh, well, it's a combo of earwax and Bug probably the, the waste. 
Oh, that. Oh, there you go. That's true. Roach poop. It's an excellent point. Oh. And how slow and this And at first, I thought maybe the roach might have um, shed. You know that thing at the beginning? It might have kind of a little bit of the You know what we should do? To- Let's get ourselves an ENT in here and clean out our ears. And we'll videotape it, and then people have to guess whose ear it was. I want the soundtrack. Me. Oh, yeah. We get, we get Henry Mancini on yeah. top of it. It'll be great. Do a little baby elephant walk. And... All right. If you're willing to do that, come in with a scope and some forceps. We have an ENT that's willing to suck out our ears. Yeah. And I'm not doing one of those earwax candles either. No, that's no, dangerous. No, no. Light your head on fire. No. Oh, Man. my God. Oh, the things that live in us. Oh. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that wasn't even the bug yet. And then the, and it's got three, three piles to oh. get before the payoff. I think you're right. I think that's bug waste. Anyway, we'll pop that up there. My fascination with this kind of stuff is great, and it's great because I look like I'm 29 years old. But when I was 29, I looked like I was 50. So it's all worked out well. This is disgusting. Uh, 19th Avenue in Northern. You got more coming? Oh, just, just sharing it so it pops up automatically. That does look like a smiling lemur or something. I don't know what's in that guy's ear. I thought there was a scorpion in there at first. That upper yeah. left arm. Oh, he's got a big scorpion in his ear. Oh, that's such a great video. 19th Avenue and Northern. That's where Eric is this morning. He's at Albertsons. Bring me the Horizon tickets. He's got those for you. T-shirts, CDs, all sorts of prizes. We'll talk to Eric next and find out what he's got for you. It's 98KUPD. Nirvana there, uh, come as you are. It's 8.04 in the morning sickness. And, uh, yeah, everybody's emailing me now about how fascinated they are with these pimple popper things I've been fascinated with. Now this earwax bug thing that's going on. Got an email from a guy who's just like me. So it's not just me in the world. He says, uh, Steve says, I have a weirder issue, to be honest. I don't gross out watching the pimples being popped or bot flies being removed or roaches taken out of ears. I find it all fascinating. What's weird is that while I watch that, my mouth waters. In no way do I want to taste any of that stuff but my mouth waters. And I have to confess that sometimes when Pimple Popper pulls something out, Stop it. I want to take a bite. Not to eat it, but for the texture. And when you think about it, it's not that weird. Because like cows, we're eating their insides all the time. It's really no different than being the first guy who opened up a cow and oh, said, I bet you this I, is food. Contrary. No, no, no. The first guy that chopped Huge bit the look, wild cow. First guy that chopped a cow open. And pulled bits out. And like, oh, there were people going, oh, God, Jebediah, you're disgusting. And he's like, ar, ar, ar. And he's like, hey, that's not bad. What if it tastes great? You got to know. <laughs> Richard, you got to know that that might, Ugh. there might be enough of that chive kind of stuff that comes out of the pimple popper that could feed Africa. No. Yummies, chives, and mashed potatoes, no. The good news is. I like watching it, but I'm not putting it anywhere near For my people back. like Steve and me and everybody else that wants a nice bite of deliciousness while they're watching Pimple Popper. Pork Popolis next Thursday, 7 o'clock, Chandler. We're doing this. And Pork Popolis is going to be unbelievable. But we're chowing down when the do Pimple Popper drops. Potatoes? They're going to. Can you do some grits? You can do instant. I don't care. It doesn't have to be quality. Oh, we'll have some. You got them. Yeah. Mash up those taters. We've got cheesy taters. <laughs> we're going to need them. And strawberries are a must because, the, well, this week at least, the guy next week, or tonight's show. Oh, it's tonight, isn't it? The guy tonight has this thing growing off his nose that I swear to God, if you can eat a strawberry and watch that. promo? His nose is, it's grown a strawberry. And it's juicy and moist. Looks like a sponge of paint. 
tonight, yeah. Pork Popper. If we could, do, <laughs> I know. Yeah. If we could do it uh, tonight, that's what we'd have next week. Pork Popolis. And I'm guaranteeing beautiful people. Everybody thinks it's going to be the dregs of society. I think the beautiful weirdos are going to show up. I almost guarantee. Ronnie was like, "What? What about the people um, that just come in, have no idea what's going on, and they go into the restaurant? Well, that'll be interesting. Please, that'll be good. You don't have any customers right now. This okay. is going to okay. be great. <laughs> Thursday night, you're going to be just fine. We'll keep that place clear of weirdos that don't want to watch. I told her it's going to yeah. be great. Oh, it's going to be fantastic, and the beer will flow, and there'll be extra folks there. I mean, you look at Dr. Sandra Lee, the pimple popper. She's good looking. Beautiful people will show up for this, I guarantee it. Eric's going to be uh, probably sitting in the... you got to come and watch this thing, Eric, because just for your reaction alone will be worth it. While we're eating uh, mashed, mashed potatoes, while, uh, while Dr. Lee squeezes out some taters from somebody's... Tapioca pudding for dessert. Somebody's knee or elbow. you got the tapioca pudding we got to have. Oh, we got so many things on the menu. Uh, 19th Avenue in Northern, that's where Eric is this morning at Albertsons. Uh, the young man is handing out all we've got. Eric, tell us what you got to give. Uh, well, you can sign up for Bring Me the Horizon. Tickets are coming up February 15th to Comerica. I got one T-shirt. I don't know what happened this morning. I I looked in my bin, and uh, apparently I only have two T-shirts to give away today. What? So those are my prizes. I have two T-shirts and stickers and bandanas. Well, so, well, and you've just been run over by uh, the Wright brothers, it sounds like. What was I, that? Jesus Christ, that car's going fast. It's a car? It sounds like a biplane. Yeah. Idiots. Idiots. Racing down uh, 19th Avenue. Well. So cops uh, look for a white uh, race car, basically. Eric, <laughs> Eric let me tell you this. You're on 19th Avenue. The cops are already looking for that guy. That's most, true. Yeah, most yeah, everyone on that street is being looked for right now. So there's no reason to be there otherwise. Uh, so, uh, well, you know, the great thing, John, is that when I do these Thursday stops, I run into the most interesting people. True. And uh, today is no exception. I have a guy here who came up who works at a psych hospital. And Ooh. so immediately I just hammer him with questions. Yeah. I mean, come on. Tell me I mean, what you, you know. Into these... Yeah, I want to know all the stories. So he's telling me about a guy who shoved his thumb into his wrist to try to kill himself. Oh! Like, <laughs> I guess he didn't have any sharp objects, so he shoved it right into the wrist. And he did it? Uh, well, he bled, and then uh, the guy never saw him again, so <laughs> might have died. Who knows? So I guess not... this happens a lot. Sure. A lot of do- I, I know dudes who've thumbed their own eyes out in psych wards. Oh, yeah. wait, 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 wait. like a melon you scooper? Know well, I know of Pers- it. Oh, okay. I don't know the people. You know yeah, I know, I, yeah, I know that that's happened. Thumbs <gasps> are useless. This guy right here with this, no thumbs. See this guy over here, the eyeballless guy? Two thumbs and no eyeballs? This guy right here. Uh, so what else did he tell you? Anything else? Well, I was asking him about the ladies. I was like, are there any hot chicks up no, in there? He Hacienda. said he'd be actually surprised. And I'm like, no, not surprised, really. Yeah. All hot chicks are crazy. I was going to say, the and, psych ward uh, should be filled with nothing but pageant girls. 90%. <laughs> I mean, they're all bananas, of course. Yeah. And I, I was asking him if he, like, ever banged any of them. And I guess, oh. I guess he had one that was hitting on him that was uh, really hot. Right. And uh, he didn't do it, though, because he's a good man. <laughs> so you went down the Hacienda route with him and said, so, there's a couple of them. There was little just goofy. one end goal. Yeah, take advantage. Maybe you nail one of these nutbags. How about it? Of course he's not going to admit to it. You think he did it anyway? He's just not telling of me? Of course he did. You're a man. <laughs> you think if you'd he asked Nathan... about a picture he has. I've got some pictures of her. Oh, he did it. He did oh, it. Oh, yeah. He did it. 
You don't hold that yeah. stuff for posterity. No, you don't haul those around unless you knocked her around. How, was she, how did says, she look? Are you kidding? She's crazy. Don't listen <laughs> She's to crazy her. about me. She pleads insanity. <laughs> how did she look? I don't well, I haven't asked him to see. Can was, I do that what? as a married guy? He's Can still there? Hells yeah. Yeah, all right, cool. I'm going to do it. For yeah. the show. He's standing there with <laughs> pictures research. of naked, crazy people committed by the state. You can look at that. I think that's uh, public info. Yeah, our taxes help pay for that, right? Goddamn right. She's practically uh, your possession. <laughs> all right, sweet. <laughs> you own some of that. And then, check this out. So then I get a guy. I mean, I'm in a great area here. A guy whose girlfriend works at a funeral home, right? Yeah. And so he's telling me that when people get embalmed, Listen up, Brady. Everyone that gets buried gets buried with a butt plug. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. So it doesn't leak out, right? So you are going to have a butt plug in you eventually, Brady. No, I won't. You're going to get buried, I assume. Because he's, no, getting, he's getting cremated, he's cremated. Yeah. which is against God. I thought, I thought all, you, all you Jesus freaks got to get buried. Yeah. Not this Jesus freak. <laughs> <laughs> this Jesus freak's going up in flames. But he will have a butt plug in him, hopefully, <laughs> March 14th or 15th, whenever that is, at Joel Osteen's show, because it's the bet 15th. is on. The bet is on, and we're going to get Heffron oh. on it. Heffron's a star. He's going to be in on it. It's going to happen. We're going to get this done. The butt plug bet is, flies forward. Uh, Eric's out there at a very, very nice section of uh, town with a lot of interesting folks around him. Uh, 19th Avenue in Northern Albertsons <laughs> is where he is. He's got some uh, free stuff and probably a T-shirt or two to go. We'll talk to you later. All right, guys. There you go. Yeah, John Heffron's going to come in in just a little bit. And he'll talk butt plug bet. Brad Williams was so excited about it. He got back to me later with ideas on how to I'll force those down your throat tomorrow or up your ass. I'm not sure how to phrase it. Uh, have friends at Stand Up Live uh, tonight through Saturday. If you want to go, StandUpLive.com. We'll talk to the great John Heffron next. It's 98. The things this man will do for content. To plug his show is unbelievable. Amazing. John Heffron's here. He's at uh, Stand Up Live this weekend. And just a simple question, Brady, when he walked in, what did I say? I'm like, how you been? And, John, you said, horrible. Yeah, you know, sometimes people ask that question, and I guess the stock answer is to go, I'm doing great, buddy. How are you doing? <laughs> right. When I'm literally like, You're nah, miserable. I'm not doing well. It's been uh Seven months of uh, nightmare of kick to the nards. Now what happened? Can we go through the whole thing? Stop. Let's break it down. What's break going on? Yeah. Let's let's, let's do a little the, uh, psychoanalysis. Do, do you want to do? Uh, okay, let's bring it back. If this right. is the E Hollywood tro- story, <laughs> right? This is it. Um, where I could have went either. I killed myself. My oh wife my killed me. Oh my god! Again. No, no. If this is one of those uh, freak right. out, uh, you know. And it's the, it's the tell all moment. You know what I mean? And why was the back door open? Yeah. And who oh, the was the hair? You know, that scary. Uh, and that's when John decided it, I, his wife I, needed to go in the freezer. Yeah. Uh, so, you, you know, and I don't, I, I kind of, I don't want to talk about her and be this thing because legally, I don't know. But anyway, right. so I was married for 15, 16 years. Yep. And apparently I was in an open marriage. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know. Those are the worst. I did not know. You didn't know. That. I didn't read. Well, did you ever take advantage of this just accidentally? I, nope. I nope. didn't legally. You're saying no. I didn't read the terms of agreement um, of of the marriage. So, so you were under the impression that it was just the two of you, and yet that's the weird thing about marriage is yeah. you just assume that yeah. that's the rules of the game. It's not, and it's not. It's so anyway, not. okay, so. We'll leave that aside, okay? Right. That is what it is, and you know what? It, it happens. 90, the hits just keep coming. 95% of that story is is that story, right? Okay. So I can't woe is me right. uh, on that. But the awesome thing <laughs> is when you find out your your wife uh, has had a boyfriend for four or five years, 
uh, then then what you do is you write a piece of paper to the state of California and you go, hey, um, yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm kind of done playing. I, the, the rules are king. Right. And then California goes, what? Your your wife had a boyfriend for five years. Oh my god. You know what'd be fair is if you give her all your four one k and half the equity in your house and you pay her for life. Yeah, that would be totally fair right. to get you over that she had a boyfriend for five years. So that so that right. went on. Right? That helps. You get rid of all the money that you two had Just together because it's too big to remind. That's the extra spice. Yeah. It's you a know what you should do. For, for almost 10 years, why don't you pay for the apartment that she's going to have sex with this guy in? <laughs> that would be fair. That's totally, you should totally do yeah. that. And she, what does she do for a living? Uh, makes money. Oh, does she? She makes money. She does well. Yes. Okay. So this dumb 1920s law is so yeah. set up to hose the guy. And I've never, I'm not like, of course, women right now be like, you're just being bitter. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, I'm, bitterness I, I, is real. I'm, I'm calling Full yeah. cup of I, it. I I'm, hate I'm, when people I'm, say that. I'm You're just angry and bitter. I'm calling BS yeah. on on the 50-50 no fault. It isn't. And that's the thing. People I'm, are like, oh, he's just bitter. Yeah, he's bitter. Yeah, and he has reason to be. Bitter, I, bitter's I, a real thing. I just thing. lost hundreds of thousands of dollars yeah. over the... So then my big mistake was uh, reaching out to the guy. Ooh. Now listen, anything I read about, okay, the, the other person has nothing to do with the scenario. Right. Has nothing. Right. right. Google right. will tell Although, you. You know, there is a case to be made if the person knows the other person's A little bit of the background. And still, I still think that person should be stung by a bee. <laughs> At the very least, a little Minimum. punishment. Maybe a newspaper rolled up in a nice swat on the nose. Right. Perhaps even just crossing the road and somebody bumps them at like listen, four miles an hour. Listen, uh, it happens all the time randomly. People don't understand. Uh, uh, you know, sometimes people get wrapped in barbed wire and, <laughs> just, and left on the side of the road. And the more they struggle, the more they get cut up. I mean, it happens. It's a thing that people have right. That, right. that that's eat. swimming with slump blocks. It's, it's, uh, yeah. oh, it's easy. Yeah. yeah. So I read about it all the time. Yeah. So, you know, you go through that. Sure. And you, you go through that divorcing, which um, a billion people go through. Sure. And boy, I got to tell you, if you're, you know, in your 20s and you have a roommate that's kind of like a douche and, you know, doesn't turn off lights or doesn't pay rent, uh, there's a whole level of roommateness that I, I didn't know exists. Like, yeah. it's kind of like you unlocked a new version of, of a video game. Right. Well, like Candy Crush, where they keep adding levels. Boy, the level of having to live with a wife while you figure out your divorce agreement How long? is a whole new level of roommateness How long? that I hope nobody comes oh, with. Oh, John. This has been going on since July. And she's still there? And we're still cohabitating? Uh, she, she's a squatter. Well, in, in my he's, he's on the road a lot. Yes. Okay, but still. But that, so, he's putting no, the bill I for mean, her to stay at more, the house. Right? Have you been, do you occasionally get involved? Sexually, like you still wrong no, with each other. Oh, yeah, that's good, all long gone. Good gosh, no. you can't even grudge effort. Right I now. can't even. I can't even make eye contact. Oh, well, I couldn't do that because with a woman feel, when I'm doing that either. Well, no, but you feel you you feel like you feel bad that you're like that bad of a decision maker. Yeah. Oh. Some of it's on you, where sure. you go, how did I pick? Like this was th anyway. So it is what it is, right? Sure. So, so the healthy way to look at that is to. Not overly autopsy your relationship and go. It's done. It happened. You know what I mean? Like, like that person was a was a good person for a time, and I yeah. kind of equate it because yesterday I had a, uh, I was in Tempe and the show was unbelievable yeah. oh, because I have a, a this new wind in my step on yeah. stage oh, now. Yeah. 
you know I me mean? like I feel divorce like, brings like, out the real you. But I don't talk about it on stage because yeah. people are just going to think you're bitter. But I, I, I do have this new. I'm excited about my life that I get to li- live now. It, right. It's like I'm 18 years old. I can do whatever I want in the world, and I have a little bit of money. Yeah. I do well. Some of it's left, so I can like I'm already looking at shipping containers, and I'm like, I'm I'm gonna get, I'm gonna live in a shipping container <laughs> yeah. in the, the middle new, of the uh, woods. They're making the apartments out of and home. Yeah, and then I, and then I started looking. I literally contacted a shipping container place that happened to be a fan of mine. They're like, we'll send you a shipping container. I'm like, what? And then they're like, well, it's not set up for Michigan, so it's not set up to be in a cold like just yeah. a. a by code. Here you like, go. Your freezer desk. They're out of New Mexico. Boom. But then, okay, now I have to think about this as just a single guy. Yeah. I meet a girl and yeah. I go, hey, want to come over? I got a new Instapot. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, do you want to come over to my house? I'll, I'll make dinner. And the girl will probably go, that would be very romantic. Right. But then my next phase is, okay, you're going to go down a gravel road. It's about a mile and a half long. <laughs> right. And then you're going to see a box. There's going to be like a container. <laughs> I'm in the container. So like uh, like it's like catfish. Like how many yeah, like how many girls, right? So then okay, so uh, so that's going on, right? You so drive then, her to her own re- like funeral. So her yeah, own yeah, death. Yeah, spot. yeah, yeah, yeah. I okay. never thought of that. Okay, bef- but but yeah, before we have dinner, uh, I need you to dig a hole about six feet deep. <laughs> We're pit yeah, We're pit and just, just dig your own hole. So then anyway, I'm pitting a pig. Yeah, yeah, okay. Okay, so then, you know, I'm going through that life stuff again. No woe is me. It right. happens. Sure. Right, like my philosophy is. Yeah. Uh, Fifteen years ago, um, I caught an awesome wave. I uh, I met this hot chick. Uh, one last comic standing. I bought a beautiful house in the hills. I got a Mercedes. I rolled that wave, and like anything, a wave will end. It all <laughs> ends. A, wa- a wave ends, and then now in life, I'm sitting there. You know, you're sitting on your board, and you're looking. You know, at, at you know the beach, going. Okay, do I just go in? Yeah. Or do I just turn around, paddle back out? Get another way. Catch another way. And wait for the next. Because, you know what I mean? I can't be sad the wave's over. Waves end. There's tons of waves. There's tons of waves. So, on that health part, it it is what it is. I'm not. Is your therapist Laird Hamilton? I don't even have a shit. (laughs) You need one. Buzzy Kerbox. I don't even have a therapist. Uh, I do have a uh, therapist. His name's Jameson. Yeah, he's a good one. He'll get you through it all. Yeah, he's a good one. Never Uh, lost. Anyway, so. So then I'm on stage. Now let's cut to... Uh, so let's just break it down. You're divorced. You're feeling okay about the future. You're going to make the most of it. You're yeah, looking I'm, good. I mean, you're I'm, young. I'm losing gold. I'm, lose, I'm losing sure. some, some stuff. But mentally, I'm like, you know, money's only paper. Yeah. And you're young. And I can get it. It's only ink. I'll make it back. Yeah. You this, look good. This you're going to be all right. What am I going to... You know what I mean? Yeah. You ha- there's nothing you can do about the, You got to do those exactly cards. what you're doing. Right, it's, right. you're, you're going, and, and that's the thing. And you learn California's 50-50, no false state. That's a uh, lesson learned. That should be on a card. If somebody gets married in California, I'm going to make cards that that's all it says, <laughs> and I'm going to put a little perforated edge that you can rip that card in half. You know, some of it was dumb, by the way, because when, when you go through your stuff, they're like, well, we need to know everything you guys own together, right? And all you're doing, it, there's just a lot of homework. The inventory. It's just a lot of like I don't want to break down right. every dish or whatever because I'm literally like you know in my mind you know some guys f- 
fight over the extra refrigerator in the garage, right? right? And they'll spend $10,000 in lawyer fees to try to keep that $300 refrigerator. Yeah. I literally didn't care about anything. Just everything can go. I have a few pew, pews, pew, pews, <laughs> right? That, Those are guns. That I'm keeping. And a few watches. So right. everything I have can be thrown in a bug out bag. I'll buy new clothes. I'll buy my phone's going off. It's probably yeah. her attorney. Um, yeah. And so, how is speaking of the bug out stuff? Are you oh, no, let's not okay, get yeah. into that. Okay, yeah. no, I'm not Change even there yet, right? There. So then, so where am I at? So now, so that's going on. So then uh, more stress. Now, of course, I want more money. I want like, oh, da, da, da. Negotiate. I need this. I need like just more and more from what I originally said. So now the stress is a little bit coming back where I'm like, okay, I'm not. It's weighing on you. Yeah, so yeah. now it's hitting me a little. So then, and my act has changed because you know my whole act was an hour of, so my wife did this, and me and my wife are here, yeah. and da-da-da, and now I'm on stage, you know, as a performer going, everything yeah. I say is a sham. Yeah. This is all like, be all I do this to get out of this argument. No, you don't. Yeah. <laughs> that, like, you don't do that, and she, you know. You know, my with, wife gets out of arguments? Yeah. She eats another guy's D. Y- yeah, so. <laughs> so it's a different act. Okay, so now we're at, like, two days before uh, Christmas. I'm on stage in Wisconsin, and as I'm talking, I'm literally, as I'm talking, I start, my, my lips, I, I start kind of, like, talking like this, right? And somebody in the audience goes, have another shot. I, I sound drunk. Right. I sound and you're not. drunk and I'm not drunk. Yeah. So then I kind of start sweating on stage going, I think I'm having a stroke. Right. But I, but now there's 500 people staring at me. The show must go on. And yeah. And I'm like, do I have a, do I stroke it out in front of these people? <laughs> you know, Oh man. hopefully somebody's recording it on their you phone. You know how you know you're not having a stroke though? When you debate whether or not to finish it in front of others. <laughs> yeah. Your brain is not that cognizant of your stroke. I got to say, though, as a guy, maybe this is a public service thing. If you feel you are, you probably are. Yeah. In in, in calling an ambulance. Like, getting in an ambulance or having somebody show up is embarrassing. Sure. Um, There's a lot. You don't even know if you have health insurance. There's all those questions that kind of pop in your head. So I do the show, right? It's uh, midnight. Get done with it. I have a you know six a.m. flight, which means I have to be up at four right. to make this flight. So I go, I get done with the show, and I'm, now I'm feeling weird. Like I, in my gut, I feel weird. Right, everything's wrong. That something's wrong, and I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna go to Arby's. And that's then the best way to get rid of a stroke. I'm going to go to Arby's, and then that's probably all I need. I have is, a meat mountain. Is I'm just yeah. hungry. I'm, I just need curly fries and Arby's. And, a, a Reuben. And then, yeah. and, and then I'll be fine, right? right? Uh, so then the next morning, uh, I, I'm flying to Michigan, but I fly into Dayton first. I have a connection or something right. in Dayton. Uh, no, I'm renting a car in Dayton because I met this girl, and I'm like, well, I'm going to spend maybe a, a day with her because right. now that I'm single. Why not? But I guess the why. I get in the rental car, and I'm like, I go to send her a picture of, hey, I'm I'm, I'm on the way, <laughs> and I took like a million, uh, you know, selfies sure. to send her. Right, <laughs> nothing's worked. Every picture, I'm like, God, I look ugly. Yeah, God, like, why, why is my there's, face? There's no stroke filter. There's yeah, there's no. Maybe I put those bunny ears on my face and try to cover it up. And then my brother, who who does heart surgery, I send him a picture of my face, and I'm like, hey, is this normal, <laughs> right? And then he goes, where are you? He calls me. I go, I'm in a rent-a-car, just driving Dayton. He's like, pull over and call an, 
call an ambulance, stop driving, pull over, call an ambulance. And I'm like, it's Christmas Eve. I'm not calling an ambulance. And he's like, swears at me. He goes, call an ambulance. You're having a stroke. Oh, my God. So I I call. I I don't call an ambulance. I find an ER. And now I'm on a gurney. And it's Christmas Eve. And everyone's wearing dumb reindeer ears. (laughs) Oh, you're dying. And everybody has, like, you know, Santa hats on. Because it's literally Christmas Eve. Yeah, right. And I'm in the thing, and I'm, they're, they're taking me in the CAT scan, da-da-da-da. And then they're like, um, you know, we need emergency contact. And then I had that weird moment of, who do I oh, do? Your wife is no longer there. I go, I don't have emergency contact. You can use me, John. To give you, well, I, well like, yeah, literally. Like, I don't know, is there a doctor who works here? <laughs> Put his name down. Put another doctor's name down. None of my family is going to help me. And it and it's a, and I don't want her to know because right. she's like I'm not signing that agreement. I'll just get everything yeah. once he dies. Um, so long story short, it ends up being this Bell's palsy. So your face slid off. Where basically, yeah, you have three nerves. The uh, nerve starts in the back of your ear, and I'm only telling people this in case it happens to them. Right. You feel like you have. I felt like I slept with earphones, like earbuds, in my ear. So when I woke up, I'm like, man, my ear hurts. And I haven't had an earache huh. since I faked one when I was <laughs> right. didn't want to go to fifth right. grade. Right. right? I have not had it. So basically, the, you, you have you know three nerves kind of in your face, the same nerves the dentist uses right. to knock it cold. Now, medically, I'm probably wrong a lot about a lot of this. But what happens is all those, you, one side of your face stops paying rent to the other side, <laughs> and it just... It quits. It shuts down the electricity. You, you get the wow. orange. You get the orange bill that says, "Listen, <laughs> last bro, warning. this is your last warning. We're <laughs> shutting stuff out." So then my face drops. Right, like my eyelid goes over my eye, and for two weeks I couldn't I couldn't blink out of my right eye. So I had to take. Uh, I started with like a medical tape, but that didn't stay. <laughs> and then I literally got duct tape. And close my eyes, and then I put the duct tape over my. I'm like, "What's that flexi seal stuff?" <laughs> yeah, I'm, that'll do it. This is dumb. <laughs> and then so your eye is swollen, and then all the light comes in because your eye's not blinking. And correct me if I'm wrong. They still don't know why a body goes into the Bell's palsy. They, okay, yeah, that's another thing. So yeah. they go. Uh, the guy goes, "Okay, you're not having a stroke. Uh, you have Bell's palsy." And I go, "Okay, and what is it? Yeah. Whatever. Your, well, your whole side, your face is paralyzed." And I go. Okay, well, what do you give me to make my side of my face not paralyzed? Or no, I was like, what are you giving me to make my whole side not, <laughs> right. not, not paralyzed? And then they're like, mm, we don't got, it's nothing. nothing. There's nothing, We don't, there's no, Jeez. it's a time thing, right? So then I did one of the worst things is I went online and started looking at videos. No. And it's people like, well, I'm seven months in and <laughs> I can kind of blink. I'm like, so I'm like going, Seven months, you know. I see some people a year. Yeah, yeah. You oh, know, no. there was one kid who's like, "I was done in two weeks," and I was like, "I don't know who you are, but I hate you, <laughs> yeah. right?" Because this isn't going to happen. So then, uh, you know, I leave, and my face looks hor- like yeah, it's slid off. It's you know, and I literally just signed up for this dating at Bumble <laughs> a day before, and now I have half a face. You know, so now I'm like, okay, I'm single for the rest of my life. That decision right. has been made. Yeah. I have a half a face unless I change my profile. Hey, any women into the guy with the Phantom of the Opera mask? I'm just going to wear that. The night, the, the palsy dating. Ladies, you know, 
some enchanted or like I'm sure there's a girl with a ski mask fetish, you know, that I'm, I'm just gonna have. She's to, got a rape fantasy. Yeah, I just, you can provide it. I'm to gonna her. have to wear that. But then, so then, right? So now I'm a week out and oh, nothing's man. happening. And my, I mean, my face, everything is dead. Like you can't. It just. So I do New Year's Eve. Um, and one, I'm just happy I didn't die in Dayton, Ohio, because that's yeah. what I thought. I'm yeah. like, don't die in Dayton. At least, can I take an ambulance to Toledo? <laughs> and then somewhere else. Toledo is like in 40 minutes away from Michigan, and that's right. where I'm from. I'm like, I will crawl to Michigan, <laughs> and then I die in Michigan. That way I don't die in Columbus, where right. if you're a Michigan guy and you yep. die in Columbus, it's probably one of the worst deaths yeah. you have because yeah. you just throw your body. They put you in the old intangible. Yeah, it's a, it's yeah. a whole thing. So, uh, roll you up in carpet. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's just, it, it's just horrible. So then, uh, I have a show on New Year's Eve. This is like a week later. And I'm like, well, I'm not canceling the show. What's it's a wrong week, with it's, you? It's a week later. And, and now I'm talking. If, if you take your mouth and throw it, it's like Popeye. Take right. your mouth and One throw side. it as far to the left as you can. That's how you talk because none of your, there's Doesn't no work. There's no muscles to pull back your mouth. So, Everybody was like, you're fine. You don't look weird. Just wear a hat on stage because I can't blink because of the light. I get on stage that night, and I, I start talking like this. And I will never forget the look of fear the audience had when they're like, what is what's going on? So then I had to take my uh, – I had to pinch my cheek like, you know, like, hey, look at this little fat kid. And he'd pinch his cheek, and I had to pull my face back and, and, and rest my elbow on my stomach – and I had to pull my face back and talk so you could hear me. And that worked. And I'm on Was stage, it a good show? I'm like, I got funny jokes because it's true. Like, depending on, you know, even now I can talk. If I didn't say anything yeah. to you guys, you'd be like, he looks a little tired. Yeah. Because yeah. my face is drooping a little. Yeah, you, you might, yeah, you'd be sleepy. But at, you, bad, at worst. At worst, yeah. right? So, but still, depending on what side of the stage you're on. Uh, one side, you're going to think, boy, he's having a wonderful time. And if you're on my right side, you're like, he's kind of phoning it in. He's tired. He's, You know what I mean? He's like, this guy really doesn't want to be here. Like, so it kind of depends. I, I need to ask the comedy club, seat everybody on the left. Right. Let's, just, let's just not even do the right side of my of my body. Just face one way all the time. So, you know, and, and by the way, whoever invented the word Bell's palsy is a jerk because when you're talking like this, I bell palsy. That's what you sound like. It just what should it be called? Well, because or you know, I basically well, is it, I guess if you have like a teenage son, I totally <laughs> sound. Yeah, I just you basically sound like a teenager because you know no kids talk more like this because none of their muscles work anyway. <laughs> they don't really pull back their their mouth when they talk anyway. Um, and then. Uh, I was going to acupuncture. Uh, they, you know, none of this medically do they say helps. Anything you read, they're like fingers crossed. They, and you're like, I'll try it. They're like, you got to just wait it out and you hope. But there's no guarantee you get back to 100. percent There's no guarantee you get back. And I was like, screw that. Uh, what's uh, acupuncture? Yeah, uh, I got a slit of throat of what animal? I'm gonna kill it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what? Drink the blood of everything. Everything. You know. By the way, I, I will say this: uh, if you come to my show uh, this weekend, 
uh, and you sell essential oils, I don't want to hear it. Um, I, I just I want to say you can keep your witch wit, witchcraft away from me. Yeah. As you know, oh, I have this book of spells. You just need thieves oil. You need peppermint and reindeer droppings and and ghost sweat, and it'll totally bring. No, it won't actually. My container is on. Uh, yeah, Fifth the, yeah, the container yeah. is there, and then. So that's that, and and luckily, you know, I, and it's weird not to sound motivational, but I have so much gratitude that the fact that this came back, yeah, you know, like how it is. You like look okay. I still, again, if you yeah. didn't know me, you wouldn't know. I mean, my still, my bottom lip yeah. is still covers my teeth, almost like you have chew in it, right? Like I, I guess I could have done my shows with a pipe <laughs> and put a pipe in my one side. And then I would have talked out, or I was a guy like a mechanic <laughs> who has a cigarette that dangles yeah. and yeah. talks, but Start it's that. but it's not lit. Um, it's a new you, a toothpick. The nub. Uh, yeah, yeah, I, the I, I, nub. yeah, I could have, I could have faked it, right? <laughs> and just talk like this, right? Listen, listen, right? Like I, I could have done that, um, but then I had this moment of of like the the shows we did. I was in, I did one show in, in Tempe. Last night, but the shows are so good just because I have this new, I'm just happy. Like yeah. two weeks ago, I, 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 I thought I was done. Yeah. I couldn't talk. I'm like, I have no, I have no, what am I going to do? Right. I'm just going to sit in a basement. And what are your skills outside of comedy? Zero. Nothing, right? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm not even apparently a good husband. <laughs> You're bad at um, everything. <laughs> you yeah. weren't even good at sitting around the I, house I wasn't with someone. even good at that. I was even, even find I, a better I'm one I'm not that. even a good private investigator. You'd think I would find out that she was yeah. with somebody for You five can't years. even private investigate your own life. Oh, my God. Yeah. You, you can't even. Someone else. This is um, terrible. You know, so there is a bit of gratitude that if you have yeah. any type of health and there's nothing wrong with you, and you wake up and oh boo who my dad my, right. my I have a bad day today because it's funny because life no matter how how crappy your life is going if you're like my life can't get any worse yeah, life it. will go oh excuse me yeah. my beer excuse no, me no you didn't so no, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah life is life is very much a street black woman yeah so oh, no you didn't yeah Watch that. yeah so <laughs> that, your face gonna fall off yeah so now I'm excited though so if you ask me like I guess it'll go back like how's how's my life and I'm like blah 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 I actually should have the opposite response to you and be like I couldn't be more excited because right. everything gets to be brand new right like like I can live anywhere I want. Uh, I can live in a shipping container. Right. <laughs> I can I can buy an A-frame cabin and live in the woods. Uh, by the way, right now everything I think of is Isolation. solitude manifesto guy. Yeah, yeah. A-frame and some pew pew pew. Yeah, pew. I have. Yeah, not once have I thought I'm going to buy a cool condo community and get to know my neighbors <laughs> and play euchre, and then maybe none of that thoughts in my head. All my all my thoughts basically You're sitting alone in the woods with the pew pews. Yeah, yeah. Just it, hoping your face stays in put. Right. It's like, yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. So all of I that, relate. but I get to, you know, oh, I get to, um, you know, experience going out with a girl. Uh, yeah, how are you at dating? Time. And how has it been since the palsy, the dating thing? Is it something oh. you bring up right away or do you wait for them to notice? Yeah, that's tough on Bumble. Hey, how's your Monday? I have Bell's palsy. <laughs> like, and then... And, and, and then they Google it, and then they go ghost, and nobody ever talks to you again. Yeah, so I've learned. What happened? I, I've not. I've learned not to lead with that. I, it's I, a bad lead. I, I let that go. Yeah. Uh, I'm unemployed. I have Bell's palsy. I have no skills. Yeah, the future but, is dim. Yeah, wife, but, wife blowing some other dude. What are you doing? Anyway, what was up with you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wherever girls like. Yeah, we're gonna charge extra for all that baggage. You're allowed to bring on one, but you're kind of. <laughs> 
that weighs over 75 pounds. So uh, the, the women that are with you, they know, though. Like, you tell them? Uh, I meant, uh, you know, it, it, it's here's the weird thing. Like, okay, so I'm 48. Mm-hmm. Being single on a, on a dating app was never a plan. Right. It wasn't a plan. No. Line. And I don't think I have it in me because on these dating apps, and I'm brand new. Yeah. And I just literally sign up just to see what's out there. Yeah. Just to kind of, because your brain needs to go to something fun right. instead of the battle that you've been in. You're like, okay. Right. I can't wait. I'm going to meet a new girl, and Let loose. Sh- she might have a different grip than the other one. <laughs> right? right? Yeah. And I'm it's all going to be new to you. And I'm kind of really excited about <laughs> yeah. that, right? Um, but you got on these dating apps, you obviously swipe, and then they start talking to you. But you have to text. And yeah. I'm just at the age where texting is a pain. Oh, you don't like the, it. I, every other word I, t- I text is going to be spelled wrong. Yeah. And I actually had one girl go, I can't decipher all your texts, so I'm I'm out. Like, and it looks he, completely hillbilly. You yeah, send her a picture, like, and she thinks she, you're mentally challenged. She's like, you're dumb. You text horrible. I'm like, they're literally asking me questions. What's the one thing in life you learned in the last year that you'll never do again? Like, literally, girls have, like, the, you know, have a, those the handbook. Cards, a, a, yeah, like yeah. these questions, like 100 questions asked on a day. And I'm like, I don't know, I, you know. Don't have Bell's palsy again. Don't don't have Bell's palsy and <laughs> just and, lead with four or five things. My credit score is this. I'm yeah. <laughs> well, you know what's happened is, is part of it is do you do I say my name, my full name, and let them online stalk Google you me yeah. and let that do the work, right? She, because believe it or not, right? So I met this one girl, uh, beautiful, right? She's on the right. app, and I think she is the um, like the app showing you how to use the app. She's the model for the app. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. hey, if you like her, swipe this way. If you if you don't, da da da. So I just I go I'm, I swipe because I'm like she's hot. Right. I get this immediately response. Jeez, keep unplugging yourself. Immediately, I get this response from her that goes, um, "This isn't, is it?" That's all the response is. And I go, "Isn't what?" She goes, "This isn't John Heffron." Because uh, it doesn't say my right, name. Right. And I go, maybe? Yeah. He's like, John Heffern wouldn't be on a dating app. He's married. This is a fake account. Right. I know John Heffern. I have seen him every year. Big and I'm fan. Like, and I'm like, this is John Heffern. And then, long story short, she just got a divorce. Nice. And her and her husband used to see me all the time. And then, you know what I mean? Oh, like that, that would drive her husband crazy. Oh, you know what? No, it's so funny. So I've been like hanging out with her just yeah. because, but she was, she was married for 24 years. So she couldn't be cooler, but she's basically like, I was married to the same guy with yeah. the same guy for, you know, almost 30 years. I'm going to catch a lot of, I'm a, yeah. I'm, I'm not going <laughs> to, it's time to catch up. I'm, right. I'm going to go on a tear. Yeah. I just want to let you she's know. ripping it up. I don't want to be like a jerk to you I'm and lead you on. So what? How's this, her grip? This is going to be a thing. But she even said to me, she goes, when my husband finds out, my ex-husband, I don't know if he's going to reach out to you and, and be kind of thing because he's going to think because I've been such a fan of yours. Yeah. That we've been doing it's been this going on for a while. For you know, f- yeah, that seed years. was planted early. So I don't know as a, as a now single guy, do I do I go? Here's a link to Spotify, and then don't respond, and then if they <laughs> respond back to me, you know, it's a whole thing. It's a whole Screw thing. It. Respond at, to all of them. At, go crazy. Forty eight. I'm so lazy. Like like, <laughs> if a girl at one, here's the thing: any girl I meet is going to live in a city that I do not live in. That is physically True. not. I don't even know where I live anymore. 
Right? <laughs> right. I travel. Really I travel every week, so of right. course I'm going to meet somebody in a different city. And then you're going to get the same. Do you do this in every city? I don't know. How, how many <laughs> Bumble guys in blue do you have? I bet you if I open your app, I'm going to see 40 guys. So yeah. let's like. True. So now I'm bitter enough to lay off the nah. Ladies, you have a good PR agent that kind of proved everybody you're not rolling around with a lot of guys. But now I would like to say I'm calling BS on right. that, and you're as bad as any guy you could possibly. Absolutely. Absolutely. But when I was younger, I was fed that lie. Guys right. are pigs. Women are very fake. I'm right. like, man. Mm. Yeah, you know, Bumble's proven that. I, I got half a less of 401k to prove you wrong. <laughs> yeah. You know, but yeah. I want to know something, though, on this whole dating site. Would you date a girl who had Bell's palsy? Oh, that's an interesting question. Yeah. One, like, what if she's told you, like, I got a little case of the old Bells? You get yeah. gonzo. I, no, no, only because it's horrible. Yeah. And you know that that's not you. You feel like, you feel like, again, here's where I got to have gratitude. I had that, my face fell off, but I was lucky enough to have something that is curable and there's a chance of it getting better yeah. when there's a billion other people out there that have some unfortunate luck right, that horrible. have something that there's no reversible thing. Now, right. So that's how I had to look at this. So what you're saying is so long as it's reversible, you'll date her. Uh, it's, Terminal, or, she's right or, out. Or, yeah, or yeah. she's <laughs> she yeah, Terminal's got to go. Or, you know, if she has the same side as me, we can kind of make out... <laughs> Sideways. Sideways. <laughs> Just literally sitting, the movies. sitting next to each other. And, and all our lips are the same. And they're, all, I mean? they're on the side of your face. You can still watch TV. Yeah, if we're opposite side, that'll almost make it impossible, I guess, because I would have to face the opposite way yeah. of her. So she's behind her. Yeah. yeah. It, it, then it gets, Upside down. Then it gets weird. But, you know, from having it, I would not, yeah. uh, I would not put that as a check against you. No. But okay. I'm lazy. So, like, a couple, like... Even in Los Angeles, uh, you know, you meet this girl and she's like, hey, well, you know, uh, let's meet at this restaurant and da, da da And then I'm like, I look at, you know, the map to get there. I'm like, that's six miles away. So far away. Like, I'm not, I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not driving six miles. Not Lewis and Clark. I mean, I was at the point, maybe this is why my marriage ended, but, you know, <laughs> my wife was upstairs and she called for me, I think, yeah. to have a little bit of whatever. Yeah. And I'm like, you were just down here. Like, why am I, why am I going up the stairs? You know, and it just shows you how love. Meanwhile, some dude's flying in from Germany to hook up with her, and I'm not even going up the stairs. You show the effort. Tell, yeah, can the, you tell about uh, the, uh, the the kitchen, the, the the what? The cabinets? Huh? You told me, or okay? Yes, yes, but I will say that. Well, say this, okay? Um, uh, that's a tough one. Okay, I, you're I, not ready to talk. I don't about know. Cabinets. I don't know because I don't want to. Oh, I don't yeah, even don't know go there. I was don't in the bathroom when you guys brought this yeah. up. Okay, no, there, there's a, there was one point. Okay. Uh, th this gentleman is from a different country. Yes. Right? So uh, my uh, ex, who, who I thought, you know, maybe she's a vine swinger. Could be. You know, I know about them. This guy probably could, could be the love of her life, gives her exactly what she needs. I wasn't the guy that do that. I'm fine. Right. With you being, nobody's an indentured servant. Right, find happiness. I don't own my wife. Right. She's not my possession. She was somebody that was with me and now no longer right. is. So whatever she does in her life in the future, I got nothing but love and I, I hope you get whatever I wasn't able to give you. Right. You deserve to go find that. None of us need to go through life 
Searching or right, right, none exactly. of us need to have a C average in our relationship. If you're if you're tolerating somebody and just getting through, life's too short. Agreed. Bail out of that. Da, da, da. So so with that, the guy spoke a different language, and she was trying to learn his language. Oh. Like she was trying to learn how to say stuff in 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 his language because she probably really cared about him. Although in English, she never said stuff like "I'll take care of the mortgage this month." <laughs> like so, like there there was there was English words she never learned yeah. on my end, right? She never spoke uh, your language. Yeah, she never right. said my. So th- that that hurts me a little. A little. There's some moments. Sure. She it's could've... fresh, John. It's fresh. So so we're you know the divorce is happening, but you have to live with each other because yeah. California oh. goes, the first person to leave the house loses the house. So we had, you, you kind of had to set up camp. It's a battle. Now it's the down. Gaza Strip where you don't yeah. know who owns what and it's kind of a thing. So she would walk around the house playing tutorials on her speakerphone on out loud. Of his language. Of his language. Oh, yeah. oh. his language. Is she moving out of the country? That'd be the best thing that could happen. Yes, but I don't know because I don't ask because it's no longer my, my it's not business. It's not my business. Yeah, I'm, I'm. I've literally taken that approach where yeah, I'm like, I don't care. Just, just whatever. But she would, and then in our cupboards, uh, the language she'd have uh, cue notes of like how to say dishes or how to say oh. how to say whatever. This is a date. And line you're special. reaching up to get your bowl of fruity pebbles yeah. and you gotta Which is Fruity Pebbles. Frozen Pebbles. Yeah, like is what that is. Um so that was on there. And uh I never once yelled. I never Man. once called her a name. You're That's a good just, person. Out of fifteen years we never I, I've just I I was never disrespectful even when Has she apologized? Uh did you yes, get a little contrition? at the end, you know, she was like, I went through this phase. It, I, I can't even believe. I was just, because I think she had so many years of lies, and yeah. it all imploded, yeah. and your body was just like, Bleh. Did you catch it, she, or was it a, uh, was it like a, hey, I got to tell you something? Oh, I knew. You did? Well, you know. Yeah. That's also somebody listening. If you have when a, your gut. If you have a gut instinct and your spidey senses go off, <laughs> um, I hate to do this to somebody listening, You are, but you are 100% right. That's not always a fact. Yeah. You, you go, You're destroying marriage you, based on a gut. You, it's maybe wrong. Gut. I'm not wrong. Because it, oh. I, my, my whole, like, because because here, here's It the, is going to spike today. Everybody's going to feel By it. the way, when you come and see me downtown at Stand Up Live, I actually have jokes, and I'm <laughs> right. happy. No, this is great. Can I, can I just oh, say that? Yeah. that I'm, I'm actually really Everybody fun. Everybody knows you're a great comedian. And, and, yeah. and stuff yeah. like that. None of this gets brought up on stage. Yeah. Because uh, I made that decision. She doesn't get to live on in my act. Perfect. You've killed her. It just she just doesn't get to live on. That's what that but means. The one thing that she stole, <laughs> and I and I and, and and I'll say this because you're you're being selfish. Now I get why people have affairs. It's because the the person you're with no long marriage is the biggest decision you can make in your life. But I think people do the least amount of work to maintain the biggest decision you can make in your life, right? When you first yes, meet yeah. somebody, oh, and, sure. and, and this is guys, girls, so women going, well, he's being, this works both ways. It's everybody. But when you, now some of these girls that I've just been talking to, when they talk to me, they're like, oh, I don't know, I don't want to, oh my God. Like, Always want to please Right, so the tone. Because it's back to auditioning the better again. Tone. It's the tone of yeah. being excited, being flirty, or or, or whatever. Yeah. And you married for a long time. That kind of uh, 
you know, goes to another stage. It, it goes away. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of. Thought, what was the first question that the thing? Because I lost my train of thought. How are you doing? It's my bells palsy. <laughs> I think I, I asked how you're doing. Oh, how are you doing? And then I went face. on this. Uh, <laughs> Um, you know, but I forgot my big point that I no, was No, but it was make. basically, I, I was saying, was there contrition or was there any sort of uh, apology? Oh, oh so, you found, yeah. Okay, so now, how you found out. And now we've uh, come full circle. It is what it is. The yeah. wave's done. I, I'm not living my life carrying bitterness, anger, or, or rage moving yeah. forward. Why? Why? I'm yeah. not, that doesn't, that doesn't help me. It doesn't help anybody I'm with. It is what it is. And, You're a little smarter. And, You're a little and, older. You move on. Time unwinds everything. Yep. Everything you have in your life now, this is where I sound morbid, everything that's in your life will be gone one day. Jeez. Time will unwind everything that you worked so hard to hold tight. Time will take it away, either through death, through people leaving. Good Christ. Through, but no, but so appreciate. <laughs> like I'm a burning man. No, yeah, yeah. So, so appreciate what you have. It's a good, that's a good Literally message. appreciate. If Every day. If your face didn't fall off today, you have <laughs> a, good a good day. day. Yeah. Because somebody's face did. When I was at that ER, I I was lucky. There were 10 other people in that ER that on Christmas Eve who was having a horrible day. Right. That had, Compared to what you're going That to. didn't get to walk away. So See, I just won't comp my life to someone else's. I don't care that somebody's having an awful day. I'm having a bad day. I got to deal with my reality, and you can look at it and say, "Well, other people are having worse days." Well, you could. Doesn't mean I have to accept this. No, you could be. A, yeah. You one hundred percent can be like my my life is horrible. But <laughs> well, I'm not saying that. I'm just no, saying I'm going to deal with my reality. But if you need perspective, sure. If you need just a moment to go, right. think uh, of Africa. Is uh, what you're saying. You, you, Every you, once in a while, you, you at just, least you're eating. Just kind of. So, um, so that's the thing. So now I'm single. I got to decide where I'm going to live. <laughs> I might sell my house in California. I might get the shipping container. I need a car. You don't have a car? Uh, no, I lost those. Oh my, um, all of them? Well, She's only one person. Uh, yeah, I get yeah. it. I get it. It's, it's amazing <laughs> how much you can hook up to a moving truck. Uh <laughs> They, they so got these. They got these things you pull the car onto, and that pulls the car away from you. Um, <laughs> Donka Avita Zane. Yeah, yeah. So, is your divorce settlement one of those uh, boxes that Joe's blows money in the air, and as much as she can grab, she yeah, keeps? Yeah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> they literally <laughs> every day. They literally. Hey, <laughs> hey! Do you want a business idea? I thought about this, right? Because I got to figure out: Do I sell my house? Because it's a big house. It's just me. Do I sell it? I, I don't want to have roommates. Right. But then, if I sell it, where do I live? There's a lot of now life questions yeah. that I'm just I I I can't like if I go to Cheesecake Factory and and there's all those options. I'm like, it's too much. Yeah. I can't figure this out. Yeah, I need. The, I'm on page twenty-seven. I, I don't. Still. I yeah. don't know what to do. If there was a company that said, John. Uh, here's a ticket to this vacation spot. You're going to be there for two weeks. When you get done, when you land back in Los Angeles, there's going to be a gentleman. He's going to hand you keys to your new new Everything. abode. Yeah. Uh, and all your stuff is moved and everything's taken care of. I would pay for that service. Of course. So bad. There's a kung fu school in, um, <laughs> in China. I wish I'm kidding you. Like, Google it. It's like Shaolin Kung Fu China. Right, and you can go for a day, or you can go for six years. What? Uh, it's kind of hefty contract. I want the six-year program. Yeah. I'll take it's the day. I'm going to test it. But it it's less than a thousand dollars a month, and the and you live you, there, and you live in a Shaolin temple. Do you want to do that? And you walk around with buckets of water to get your shoulders. <laughs> yeah, you get ripped, and then you shave your head, and you live within the. And I'm looking at that, going, 
Is that weird? Like, <laughs> is that bad? I might just become a Shaolin Kung Fu guy. And that way your house and the cabinets can all have like Chinese then, on it, too. You can learn a language, too. And then too. I have a stick with my clothes on it, and I walk on the railroad tracks from city to city. Perform, Helping people. And then I... Defending. I help people in the yeah. city I'm performing at, and then I do my shows, and then yeah. I help the woman get her car back from the evil car dealer uh, <laughs> ship guy, and then I move on to the next city. <laughs> like, why would I not? You're like the Incredible Hulk without the problem. What's a good, what's a good divorce guy car? Because oh, I'm divorced man. now. Don't go crazy. I'd Fiero? Say, Should I just get, <laughs> get a 1986 get Fiero? And then, and then I'll get a racquetball bag and fill it with a bunch of rackets. Perfect. And just be like, yeah. I'm a racquetball champ yeah. and have a bunch of gloves. <laughs> That's and, perfect. And just have a few. You figured this out. Maybe Fingerless, learn a little the kung fu. Gloves, the I'll have, uh, yeah, I'll wear those. Yeah. Driving get, gloves and a Fiero. Get some Jakar. Oh, yeah. Um, polo. Huge bottle. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Why wouldn't you do so, this? So Married I got, or otherwise. I, I got to... Uh, you got to take a break. Should I no, show No, we're up? good. Uh, so I, I got to figure out what type of car I get. Yeah. That's a whole You've new... got a lot of life decisions to make. Well, what, what car? What, what do you, you think is a single guy car? I have a Jeep, and everybody I, thinks it's a single guy car. I'm married, but it's like everybody I'm thinking. Thinks that's I'm, I'm thinking that uh, I've owned a Jeep, and every Jeeps are good. every phase of my life, I've had a Jeep. Same here. Every like when I was 18, I yep. bought a Jeep. When I moved to LA, I got a Jeep. When I had a thing, so I'm like, I might go Grand Cherokee. The new Robicon is awesome. And I'm awesome. thinking about like I don't know how it works. Ford is coming out with and the I'm retro Bronco. I'm, I'm, yeah. Oh, yeah, those are cool. But I have to wait till I get my shipping container house <laughs> when I have acreage when I can start loading up on cars. Um um, maybe a van is the only thing I won't get. Because yeah. if I pick you up on a date in a van, I'm like, now we're going to my shipping container house. <laughs> we're getting, we're getting. It puts lotion in a basket ish. Yeah, ish. Yeah, you're um, gumming it there. And then I was even wow. thinking about. I'm like, if I bought a Jeep like in Arizona, could I? Can you? This is now me being dumb. Can I buy a car in a different state and then just drive it back to California and then have it be registered? Yeah. Yeah, how, how does that work? I don't know. I don't know how any of that works. I think you once a, you live there, it's like yours, right? Well, yeah, maybe. there's there's people. They I have know to register where you are, live. But where do I live? That's the point. I don't know. You well, don't know any listen, of this stuff. I don't know where I live. I don't know who I am. How do you register a car if you don't have an address? I, I have a lot of questions <laughs> that I don't. I was I was a grandpa. I, I I had a stepdaughter, and she had a kid, and now I'm no longer. Uh, yeah, you're out. Moved. I, I'm out, but I have like I have white balance new. Uh, Velcro shoes I have to sell. I have pants that zip off into shorts I got to get rid of. I have a visor and a fanny pack. I have a walking stick. This is pathetic. I'm going to leave you. I, I got to have somebody come and take out that bathtub with the door on it I had installed. Those are expensive. I have an acorn chairlift that I put in. Like, uh, there's a lot of stuff. When now that I was a grandpa, I'm like, well, I got to grandpa it up. Why would I not want all the grandpa gear? Yeah. John, now, I hate to say this to you, but you're getting used to it. Uh, I know you've got a lot to say, but we're all done with you today, so it's time for you to go. Yeah, but it's not the first time I heard <laughs> I know, I'm done with you. It's time to let uh, John go. It's time we can't be with you anymore. Uh, unbelievable. This weekend, you're going to do the comedy thing and get it all out of your system, which is awesome. i got to say. It'll be show, the best you've ever been. The, the shows have been maybe you. the funnest I've had in years. Yeah. I'm not I'm not saying, like, I love, you know, so it's great. You're going to be great. Stand up live downtown. Best it, thing that ever happens to you. The is... Shows last night in, in Tempe. We're, we're still out. The shows are going to sell. Yeah. It's. I'm telling you, show up. If you're on Bumble, flip through. You'll probably see my profile. <laughs> he's a guy that looks like I, I should, half of them staring at the ground. The, I should tell the club you get two for one if they show you my Bumble profile. <laughs> Just take a picture of it. We'll load. We'll load that up. Like I that. gotta see your Bumble picture. Did you try to do an overhead shot to where your face looked more up? 
Well, no, it's preface. Oh, okay. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be a tool. I basically use my headshot comedy clubs use. Oh, beautiful. That's right, your like, bumble shot. That, that's what, what, what am I gonna that? do? I'm You're not gonna, promoting. It's it's me. Yeah. Well, we all know you now. Well, good luck. It's uh, it's crazy, but it's you're fine. It's fun. You're fine. It's fun, this stuff I get to do. I'm going to become a <laughs> kung fu master, and I'm going to live in my shipping container, country. and I'm going to wander yeah. the country doing Barefoot. comedy. And helping people get their cars back. I'm going to grow a beard. And I just saw Snatching marbles from people's hands. I, saw, I, yeah. I just saw the stars born. I'm just going to start talking yeah. like this. I get ladies. Sing. Why don't you sing? first show's in Arizona. If you want to come to wish, wish me. He's at the Tell improv. Tell me something, good. Um, at the improv all weekend long. Uh, you can go there and watch this. And, and I'm a really good kisser if you kiss the left side of my face. Of you. Half of you is a great kisser. The right side of my face is yeah. just like, you're not, just not into it. <laughs> Yeah, you're a little it's numb. time out. Then, then for the real party. <laughs> and the oral sex is halfway unbelievable. I'm going to get in fights and lead with my right. Now all I got to do is turn my right, and it's literally not going to. Uh, Sylvester Stallone yeah. has Bell's yeah. palsy. That's right. why. That's why he talks like that. That's right. And maybe you know, you know maybe he'll contact you. Yeah, it's going to work for you. Uh, John Heffern is at the Improv all weekend long, and uh, thank you. Thanks for sharing. No, Open his book. Great to see you. What a guest. I can't Everybody. wait to see you next year with a full face and tell you about my 22-year-old uh, girlfriend. The chippy that we're going to meet next time you're here. Uh, and she's going to have a small dog. We get to meet the whole new thing. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to be in pink, like eyes on, and like, new I, khaki I pants. I live in an RV, and I, li I live in Walmart parking lots, guys. It's like totally, it's awesome. Uh, it's John Hafford, everybody, this weekend at the Tempe Improv. It's 98. Wow. What do I always tell you, Brady? The best guest is the open book. It makes for amazing stuff, man. With, I uh, love things that. that you have to protect because there's sure, still things going on. He's, he's still just so many people are emailing right now, just completely relating to that. Women, men, it doesn't matter. We've all been through that thing, and the, the end messages like John Heffern. And by the way, he is hilarious. The stand-up I don't. I, and I'm curious now, what's it going to be? Because he's always been family comedian. Like, you know, a husband-wife relationship stuff. This is all her, new. Yeah. Ian, why do you gays want to get into this marriage business so badly? I never said I did. Yeah, stay out. I you know. guys had it made. You guys, it's like women in the 70s that used to say, we want jobs. And we and men were screaming, no woman of mine's going to work. Who fights that phrase? Yeah. But a moron. And now you guys are like, we want to get married. We want to be like you heterosexuals. Like, oh. When you put it like that, the only advantage to marriage would be if I could be a stay-at-home wife. I would love that. Uh, 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 yeah. yeah. What are they called? Frommies? You want to be a man, yeah. a father a fommy. of mommy? A fommy. Fommy. Yeah, screw that. I don't know why you guys are fighting for this. I'm well, not fighting. Because there was, uh... Talk to your friends, though. Get in the next meeting, just sit back and go, we've made a horrible mistake. I've talked to every heterosexual. Marriage is a bad idea. In that Australian accent? Yeah, okay. kind of yeah, a little I'll bit Australian. Yeah, right. yeah, okay, excited. well, next, yeah. time, next time us gays meet on the Rainbow Crosswalk down on uh, <laughs> you 7th You do it every Ave, Saturday, every, right? every Sunday. Every June Gay 9th. church. Gay church. And uh, we, uh, I'll, I'll be like, okay, I've had a two-minute conference with John Holmberg, the biggest morning show <laughs> in the world, and gay marriage is <laughs> off. Terrible idea. Could someone phone Sean Hannity and put yeah. the announcement on Fox News, we're abandoning it? Yeah, if anybody told you, hey, it's a 50% chance you'll do fine, uh, fifty percent. It'll bring great misery, and you'll lose most of the things you've worked for. Would those you be are like, good hey, odds. Are th "Those are horrible odds"? I would never take that. That's, that's well, terrible. But we do that 
with a lot of things. Yeah, not really. You don't really go. If I told you right you now. You do it every time you go to Vegas. Uh, no, no. And I know. I'm, but I'm, it's know, called but gambling, and I know the correct. chances are I'm going to lose. But it's, it's, not, it's not something you, you, you have to do. And I think, yeah. you know, I've got yeah. a, few, a, a few people uh. that inspire me. I, I defer to Gene Simmons when it comes yeah. to marriage advice. There was a man who was unhappily married for about 35 years, and he's got the Shannon, what's yeah, her tweed. name, Tweed, who's uh, awesomely hot, right? And only got married in the latter days of his life because it was the only way he could get another season of Gene Simmons' Family Jewels. <laughs> yeah. Now, if there's something like Financial. that, uh, if there's something like that on the yeah. table, and he's like, <sighs> okay, well, maybe, maybe but it's any worth other, doing any it. Any but... other thing, if somebody sat and said, "Here's the odds: fifty percent chance yeah. it's going to be good, fifty percent chance it's going to be absolutely awful, and it's also going to cause uh, other parts of your life to lose." Like if it's buying a car, and they told you, "Like I'm not doing this." This yeah. is if yeah. it was a financial advice where it was a fifty-fifty proposition that you lose most of your stuff or it'll go okay. I mean, the yeah, uh, if you look at it from that, I know we keep doing it because socially it's a habit now. Yeah, socially you're told you should probably do it to be normal. This is what your life has to fold. That's why gay people are fighting so hard for it. They want to feel like part of society. The normal part of society has said, this is, this is what we're allowed to do, and it's, and it's normal, and you're not. But really, it's become one of these things that it's, as you, you're right, it's like a social thing, but it's actually archaic. We could put it in the same category as pouring water over women and saying, are they a witch? <laughs> right, like that. that it started that. about the marriage, same time. Marriage started around the same time. There's something. To, there's something to be said for that. Yeah, the creation of it was right around the time yeah, we used right to burn you right if you looked the, at it yeah, sideways. Right around the time we were uh, we were burning witches. And to be fair, how many men marry a woman and then uh, five, ten years down the line realize she's a witch? Yeah, exactly. And you can't burn yeah. them now, no, not legally. No. No, you can't do it. They're still flammable, but it's really <laughs> yeah, yeah, frowned exactly. upon these yeah, days. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, There's like smoke so. alarms and all kinds of health and safety <laughs> regulations. Well, these your days. segment hasn't started yet. Ian uh, yeah, I'm not here. on yet. We'll chat with Ian next about a few things. A Super Bowl weekend is here, and Dale will join us in just seconds to make the final uh, analysis and one last piece. analysis. Yeah, well, he well, he you, doesn't know what analysis means. You you analyze the games better than him. You're the Tony <laughs> Romo of the two of you. I, I, it's ridiculous. How Eric's much you, back, everybody. You kicked Hi, his Eric. ass this year. Hey, oh, come Eric. on. You were nice to me last week That's when you came in. What's, that was an Eric greeting. You've been getting sunburned greeting. out of the... He's fine. Isn't it great? He's getting sunburned. Golf. Everybody else is, everybody else is freezing to death. Uh, it's Stop being a fairy. <laughs> Where did that come from? All right. Your response to Eric? stop being a fairy was stop being a fairy, which is even better. I know. Uh, it's 927. Ian Canfield joins us next if he shows up. All right. We got to quick this week. I'm sorry. Efron's uh, personal tragedies ate up a ton of time. But it's, it's all a, right. Any man that can go from like 90 minutes on divorce to Bell's palsy, it's a talented. Uh, oh, yeah. You're getting it all. Sequence. Yeah. It's an amazing guest. He's uh, definitely getting it all. And I've been saying it was a 10 p.m. prof. He's at Stand Up Live. He was at 10 p.m. prof. He's going to Stand Up Live this weekend. He's so listening check it to out. that guy. Is my ex-wife texting him the wrong information <laughs> just to set me up even more? Yeah, less money for her if he does poorly this weekend. So she's in a pickle. Wow. Brutal, I tell you. But it was a great story. Uh, uh, Ian's here, and also Dale is here as well. Dale Hellstrade from Sanderson Ford's uh, Everybody Gets a Boner show on NBC Sports 1060 AM. And it is Super Bowl week. First off, let me ask you this, Ian. Uh, do you think that guy from Empire is lying? The guy from Empire? Okay, you know the story about the gay guy from Empire that walked down the street in Chicago? He's a gay black guy from the show Empire. Oh, I, th I, I think I saw something about this. Yeah. Remind me of the... Uh, well, it was at 2 in the morning. He was going to Subway, and two guys drove by and said, Hey, aren't you the homo F-word? From Empire, then right. they said the N-word, then they got out, started to beat him up, put a rope around his neck, poured bleach on him, and said, this is MAGA country. 
Doesn't it sound like a guy is trying to, he's like trolling for D in the middle of the night or something to do well, like that? Well, um, if he's on the TV and he's a good looking gay guy, I don't think nutrition wise he should be eating at Subway <laughs> at 2 a.m. I mean, That's what was he doing? He's, 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 I'm just saying, is it really? Wait a dodge a question. Yeah, I knew the I'm gay perspective saying. would be more about how he looks. The, uh, well, I'm just saying, you know, what, he's, going yeah. out, he's going out to get a meatball sub at 2 a.m.? Right. Well, maybe. Again, that's not what a gay guy would do. Does it matter what he's doing, though? He yes. got jumped. Well, no, he got jumped, and I don't doubt that. I'm saying his story does not add up. So he claims that he was he was attacked at that By Trump supporters out in the middle of the night in Chicago that recognized him from Empire. You think Trump supporters are watching Empire? Also, and are, are there any in well, Chicago? Trump Dale, Trump's have you ever seen Empire? I have not seen There's Empire. my I rest my case. Yeah. <laughs> Trump supporters are just staying indoors. In like It's cold outside in yeah. Chicago right now. Right. Right? What are they doing on the street at 2 a.m.? What's he doing out at 2 a.m.? He's a star of Empire. Have People somebody get you, out, a, they, they get you the a sandwich. They hit the bars and then they go out after the bars. Get this you is, a sandwich. This is always my thing about the uh, people who are mega famous and rich who get done for drunk driving. Why have you not got a driver? Right. Why are you doing anything outdoors at 2 a.m.? He's not that rich. Oh, no, he's come doing, on. He's doing well enough to get an Uber. Are you, are you telling me this guy could not use DoorDash to yeah. go get like a chicken exactly. sandwich or room service? People or like exactly. going to eat after a night at the bar. That's he wasn't at the bar. He just landed. His story. He said, I just landed in a hungry. flight from New York, Chicago. He went to the hotel, and then he's like, you know what? I'm just going to walk the streets of Chicago to There's a get subway a right sub. across the uh. street from the hotel. Maybe? I'm not saying that's not possible. I'm saying his story is uh, garbage. I, I agree with yeah, you. I his mean, story is not true. Until we... Some parts yeah. aren't matching. Yeah, yeah, Find the people. Have, have you not know. ever heard the saying, nothing good happens after midnight? That's what yep. we were saying earlier, yeah. especially in Chicago. I mean, sometimes if you're in the bar after midnight, but you've already got where you're going. Right. Like, I don't think anyone should be going out at 2 a.m. unless they're doing like a night right. shift. Like, why are you starting your night For at that time? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, You're right, DoorDash. And again, at least get a Chicago What is DoorDash? Dog? Unbelievable. Uh, what you, are you? Did you know on, did you know on phones you can <laughs> do they text bring you now? food? Yeah. What in yeah. the world? They bring you food. They are going to turn Planet you on. Planet, do you live on? Talking of uh, if you good stuff you can do on your phone. ZMAnow.com. If you want to start your yeah. day right, this is the way to start the day. You want to get some Tetragain inside you and some Cialophil, uh, right? Some, yeah. Listen to this, though, Ian. I got a guy who emailed me and says, I've been taking Testergen and Vialophil for two weeks, and I've noticed a huge difference. I've been taking uh, those pills. Vialophil is the noticeable difference. You guys are right. More energy, stamina, and I'm rock I'm telling hard. you. See, and, and it's a psychological thing as well because uh, legitimately it doesn't make anything huger, but you're, you know, right. you, you're but working better. better. You are efficiently yeah. working. It's like, the, it's like if you go to the gas station and they give you those three grade, grades of fuel you'd not use the highest one, like, that's what you're getting. And you didn't even know that you had it in you until you get right. the Testragain and Vialophil. And so, Why are you looking straight at Eric while you're talking about it? Because Eric probably has a limp dick, and Ian oh. knows it. And, well, no, 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 no. That, oh, what that's my guess. Hell? That's why Dale put you on the spot, right? See how he turns against you, Eric, and he used to want you to be his friend. Yeah, I just Dale. wonder why you're looking at him out yeah. of the corner of your eye. Because I'm attractive. Yeah, he's a good-looking man. <laughs> Yeah, because a, 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 he's hot. You haven't seen him do that move where he just tosses away the baseball cap, and I'm like, oh, my, oh God. my God. Yeah. And he lets this double down yeah, like a librarian. it's just yeah. amazing. No, Saul finished with this. It yeah. says, needless to say, my fiance is extremely satisfied. Thanks for suggesting Testergate and Vialophil. Best investment I've made in my totally. relationship. Totally. Ma I mean, some... these right here? Yeah, there you go. Take yeah, them, Brady. ZMANow.com. ZMANow.com. Ian20, John20. Yeah, Brady brings them from home. And yeah. you're heading out to the open? 
Well, this doesn't give you an instant oh, hard on. Yeah, it does. No. Are oh. you supposed you're supposed to take them daily like a Yeah, you take two, oh. two in the morning and then after a few days you will be good to go yeah. like you never knew you could go. You can go to the open and get a hard on anyway. Well, will DoorDash bring these to you? If you eventually someone will. You can get pills. DoorDash or DoorDash? <laughs> DoorDash. DoorDash is from DoorDash your will get you. Are you Jessica Simpson? <laughs> no, she's smarter. <laughs> she knows more. You don't know what DoorDash is? I've seen it, but I don't. Do they take you there, or they yep. bring you food? They come pick you up and drag your ass to a meal. No, yeah. Dale. Oh, it comes to your house. Okay, all well, sorts so, of restaurants. I've seen it like at fast food places. What? Why do you need DoorDash from it's whatever Arby's? Or because yeah. let me tell you this: oh, if God. the guy from Empire was on DoorDash, yeah, he wouldn't have got jumped at two o'clock in the morning. Uh, so you can get you it go. from low end, uh, like t- small restaurants, not low end, yeah, but like get a, nice stuff. Too. Or you can get really good restaurants, and it just they they go and pick up it's like pizza delivery. Sort of only it's not. Not just pizza now. It's, and you your get kids it anyway. must have a field yeah, day with your, your kids are just taking full advantage of daddy's <laughs> wallet. <laughs> Brady, who are you with here? Uh, DoorDash. Yes. Yeah. Oh, Brady's on DoorDash's side. That's a great invention He's for got Brady. shirts. He's got hats. That's <laughs> his MAGA right he there. He has him show up just to talk. Yeah. Where, where was the I'm going to get that on your phone, Dale. It's a game changer for yeah, you. It really does change everything. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, uh, it is Super Bowl. Are you having a Super Bowl party, Dale? Uh, it's going to be over at my brother-in-law's house. Yes. Oh, yeah. And and what's uh, what's there? What are you doing? That's different. Uh, they're going to do uh, what's he doing this year? Brisket. So we're making oh. uh, kind of make your own taco bar. Cool. The, the, the normal. Uh, you bringing Dale's dip? Dale's dip. No, my wife does that. Oh, okay. I'm going to be out at the open. We leave about an hour early, and then we show up and party. eat the food your wife yes. prepared the way it should be. Yeah, my good old fashioned. My wife does yeah. the food. What about you, Ian? You having a... So I um. Did I tell you? So I, had, I was supposed to be doing a Super Bowl party with uh, the couple that I did the party with last year, my friends Kelly and Nick. Oh right? yeah, yeah. But then things between them got a little bit rocky, right? And oh. I was seeing this coming about a month ago because Nick normally does all the cooking. Is Nick the one you have like Tough Guy no, Tuesdays with? Different, different couple. Okay. And um, I was like, oh, I hope this is not going to put the Super Bowl party in jeopardy. Anyway, their lease is up. So they're like, no, 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 we're kind of doing a trial separation. We're still going to be friends, but we don't have the apartment because they're living with friends. To right. Go for- I'm like, oh, God, is this going to become you need to do it at my house? Yeah. Oh, So geez. you're having it at your place. Yeah. Oh, But yeah. I'm like, yes. and, and, and the only saving grace with this is that, because uh, this is the second time I've had this, the party that's kind of been thrust upon me and I've had to do some work for it because I don't, you know. <laughs> you know, I know flooded I- one-bedroom apartment? <laughs> What the hell kind of party is that? Eric, that was a joke you did two years ago. It wasn't funny then. My apartment wasn't flooded then. Ian's, Ian's you're right about still, that. You're That's still true. flogging yeah. that joke. Score that for Ian. That's Ian. That's so, uh, so At Super Bowl time, it was the same joke? No, no, been, you've been trying to carry it for a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This is very Larry the Cable Guy up here. And he's still in the same flooded one bedroom. No, no, it's, no, no it's no. not. So anyway, um, <laughs> so I was like, oh, God, this is like when I had Rob Halford come around for Thanksgiving and then Will suddenly couldn't be there, so I had no one to do the food. So thank God I made friends with Sherry, who runs the deli in AJ's. That's a great name if you run a de- deli, right? Yeah, Sherry Sherry's Deli. deli. So I just go to her now and say, uh, I might have a Super Bowl problem. And she goes, don't worry, we'll just do everything for you. It's so kind of like, like Dale's wife. Well, yeah, she's, yeah. yeah she's, but I don't need to be married to her. That's right. You don't have to go through all the misery that Dale's wife yeah. has to go Damn, through. Things I think- are so dramatic with you people. <laughs> Dale's yeah, story Dale. took three seconds. Yeah. In and out. Eating brisket. Going well, to my party. story took longer like, because, because you Sunday had to intervene with your two-year-old not-funny yeah. joke. <laughs> yeah. See, stop interrupting. His stories will go faster. John, uh, are you having a party? Absolutely not. You 
built a whole addition to your for house what, for football. No. The Steelers. For the Steelers. For football. For the Steelers. You really care about this game? Yeah. No, I just won't. No. Oh, do I? Yeah, I'd like to see a good game. Like you, those like those two yeah, conference championship games. Game. I wasn't cheering yeah. for either God, team. No. I want well, to see a good game. What I like about Kelly and Nick is that when they were doing their party at their place last year, they said, oh, we're going to have a party. And they said, but... um. Just you and Will, right? Because we don't want loads of people turning up. And I said, exactly. I've yeah. met people. I don't like them. So I'm making sure that we're sticking to that <laughs> guest list policy. Because yeah. I was like, you can come over. So dramatic. Well, that's my part. It's about... not dramatic. That's just yeah. common sense. No, so he's going with that because he's got nothing else. He okay. thinks he gets you. Dramatic is the new flooded apartment. Yeah, I know it gets him when he gets high I know he does. And it's working. Well, that's what I'm saying. The it's not a creative thing he's and... doing, and then you're bouncing off of it, so it's going to keep happening. It ruins the show, frankly. <laughs> Terrible joke. Your reaction. Neither really know how to entertain from that point forward. Then it becomes just bouncing off walls. It's like what Dale does when he goes home and he climbs in that black box and stares at a wall for hours and doesn't understand what's going on to recharge. It's the same thing. Lord it's like dash. watching that. Yeah. What's a black box? What the a black box would be a box that you live in that has no light or information coming in. Maybe it. it pumps oxygen. Yeah, I'm convinced it's, it's just a box of air. Do you think there's maybe another world out there, John, besides yours? Dale. Yes, I do. Mine. Yeah, <laughs> your world. I don't want in it. Jeremy. Yeah. I'm pretty well informed, right? Oh my God, Sandra Bullock had more information than Old Bird Box. Oh, Jeremy, everybody. Yes. Jeremy. Jeremy, your world is very small, Dale. Yeah, you, you don't know a lot of stuff. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is, this is the sports. You know more than than your than your compadre down there, down yeah. which I mean, the boner boy. No way. A lot. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah, boner boy is oblivious. And they have a yeah. show. Evidently, <laughs> we yeah. know sports, Brady. Right? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. I don't know about that yeah. either. Brady's just <laughs> defending <laughs> you. Brady's just Brady doesn't like confrontation. Ian kicked your ass this year. Up and down, and that's where we're going to get the football picks. Final week. You guys, you have to shave your head. It's all there. double or nothing this week, no, right? No, no, it's no. double all or nothing. All the bets are done. It's double or nothing. How, How do you shave your head? Everything's on the line. Oh, double or nothing, total body shave. Yeah. He's got to cut that it. hair, though, before I see him the next time. Well, then bet his hair. Your hair's on the line for the all Super Bowl. All of it. Pubes Ian's and everything. Ian's locks yeah. of love. Where did pubes yeah, why come from? Yeah, why are you going straight to... I'm going to turn him off in a second. What is happening with Eric today? You're worse than Gilroy right now. You're just throwing ideas out there like a groaner after groaner. I'm literally just saying things like, pubes! It's yeah. pubes! Pubes! <laughs> That's funny. I'll just shout Wait pubes. a minute. You flood the department. Pubes! Whenever you have a bet, you change it about 8 million different times. I do it once and hear this guy I'm in charge, though. People want to hear from me. Anyway. <laughs> so let me get back to what I was talking about before I was interrupted with somebody shouting pubes like an eight-year-old. Is the H for Holmberg or Humble? That's both. both. Can be, yeah, okay. Holmberg is Swedish for Humble. Humble, yeah, right. Yeah. Anyway. You don't uh, even know what that word is. That's right. Good one. Anyway, he's just firing him off left and right. Gilroy Jr. over here. Uh, so the Super Bowl bet, you want to bet his hair. What do you want to bet on Dale? We'll let you call him. Uh, he still owes me the trip to the gay bar, right? Dressed up that's the season bet. That's, that's got to happen. That's gotta happen. He's got to shave his head over the, the playoff bets. That, that we never shook on that. Oh, God's oh sakes, he's, God. he's backing out. Of, so then bet hair again. Do, how, about, yeah, bet how about we bet shaving our heads down to... Super Bowl. Eric, let me see your... Oh, I, don't have, no. I don't have an opinion. Bet Brady. Uh, no, not to that. <laughs> no, not to that. Do it to Brady's level. Well, which level? On two. top or it's on the side? He thinks he's got a load of it. It's a two... Right, that's not a two. The last cut I got was a one on the sides. Shave it to a two. Super Bowl. Yeah? Eric? What no, do you no, have? No, I have no opinion. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, now no he's being a woman. Yeah. <laughs> Mr. Everybody's Dramatic over here. Look at that. That's what you want. Can that's we just right. get that's to the picks? For. Like, oh Dale hasn't stuck to anything anyway. I've beat him on so many levels. All right, I'll let Ian, the winner of the entire season and the playoffs, give me a score in the Super Bowl. 
Do you know who's playing? Yeah, I know. <laughs> this is the man who, when Chicago were kicked out on the Monday, forgot by the Thursday. It's true. I mean, please. Well, you're, you're taking the Rams, right? Yeah. You have to take the Rams. Yeah, I feel like I, I, I mean... Here you go. I feel like the Patriots are going to win, but I'm going to stick with the Rams because they only let me down that one time when Score. the Saints beat them. I'm going to go... 21-17. 21-17. What was the Rams. Madden number? What was the... Uh, it was like 27-24 or 30-27. Yeah, 30-27. Dale? I am going to go 34-31. We're not picking a winner? Pick a winner. Yeah. Well, I'm picking New England. <laughs> All right. So we have it, no matter what. Well, we don't even need a score because you picked Yeah, you got to I have a score. A score is fun. Yeah, but if... Score is for pubes. <laughs> Closest one with the over-under is Eric can shave uh, your pubes. Okay, from butt plug guy over here. <laughs> hey, it's a funny bet. At least it's creative. <laughs> is that bet on? Yeah. Candid. Is it on? Is it on? No. That's still what? not on. We'll get him on there. I've noticed that uh, in the week since I've been on this show, all bets are from the waist down now. Butt plug, pubes. What's yeah. going on? Don't well, the butt plug me. thing. I didn't say anything about pubes. Yeah. See, the butt plug thing Calm is down. definitely great because it's so uncomfortable for the person who would have to do it. It's uncomfortable just going to Osteen with nothing yeah. in yeah. with you. You oh, don't yeah. think a complete body shave by Dale would be uncomfortable? <laughs> I don't want to. Yeah, but it's something nobody wants Arms, to see. People would, like, people would like to see Brady in that situation. No one <laughs> wants to see Dale, even for laughs. Just you know? him doing it would be hilarious. Well, you no. can always do I don't do want it. proof of it. I don't want visual. I you don't can want... always do the bet with Ian. He's got one in now. Oh, yeah, you pack him. Do you, do you care to confirm? You throwing thunder right now? All right. Hey, Dale, are you getting noon? How dare yeah, I you? Know. Please, I'm, I'm a lady. Please. I'm a lady. How rude of you to even suggest it. Are All you right. getting cremated or buried, Dale? What do you? What are you cremated. Doing? What's, uh, where's this going? It's an interesting question because oh. when they do bury you, you're buried with a butt plug, so all the vomit <laughs> fluid doesn't come out. I never. I learned that. Your today. cork. Is that true? Yeah. 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 And a uh, guy yeah. came by his girlfriend's an embalmer. Yeah, oh. pretty great. They, they do that. It's like a corkscrew yeah. butt plug. Yeah. So with your health, Dale, at this point, you might as well get used to it. Yeah. <laughs> and you Stop can pick practicing. Yeah. You're you closer than ever. You want. <laughs> Brady, too. I know that was horrible, but this show's horrible. Cremated. <laughs> like, oh, I got a laugh out of him. I actually thought I'd really upset him. I really him. liked Talking it. Talking about Dale's pending death. Uh, you killed him and then got nervous. Uh, yeah, are you buried or cremated, Ian? Not yet. Neither. So Which far. would you like to be? Um, well, the butt plug thing might have just changed his mind. Yeah. <laughs> And, and, and the word Dale with the but, gay joke. But the word cremated is always yeah, yeah, a thought. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I feel different. like cremated is I quicker. I said cremated, cream pie, Brady, you, please. You might as well just get, oh. See, highbrow humor. <laughs> no, we're not talking highbrow. We're just talking funny. Yeah. Uh, there's a difference. <laughs> uh, and also, Brady thought cream pies immediately. It was Little Debbie. Yeah, and yeah. very Little Debbie all stuffed inside you. That's now you're Debbie. talking a good yeah. casket. Now you're good. <laughs> you must have been buried with Buried cream or cremated? Pies. Uh, cremated. In cream pies. Oh. Or as cream pies. Cremated. You're going to be cremated, aren't you? Well, you get it over and done with quicker, right? Yeah, it's I it. can't be doing like, who wants to go to funerals and stuff? No. I don't want to go to funerals or weddings, to be honest. They're no. both inconvenient. Preheat to 1900, I say. Yeah, just get on with it. Stuff me in. Yeah, All right, yeah, we've totally. got it. Dale's the Patriot fan. Ian's the Rams fan. Uh, and then uh, we'll just figure out something else. But it's his first shaven heads.
Yeah, last week was for shaven heads as well. I, I know, but everybody bailed so out. Now it's for oh, shaven heads. Oh, okay, they keep yeah. bailing. Yeah. You think Dale pays his bets? Come on. He's not going to pay his bets. Hasn't paid one. No. <laughs> He's lost pretty much everything. I have. I'm going to find the picture of Brigitte Nielsen. And, we don't and, care about and, when you've done it. And, and that's what I'm going to dress like. We've got to. We'll do that one. All right. That's happening. We'll do that one. And then, then it's either the bar or a tub. Uh, Dale, the Dale's thinking game. he did. He did. Okay. I'm in on that. What's Mercury that? game, you and uh, would go would take Dale to a Mercury game dressed, dressed as a as Bridget gigantic Nielsen. Bridget Nielsen. I like it. He's trying to he's trying to get to, like Brady's common sense when it comes to finances. He's like, well, I had the I had the costume made for Halloween. I could get a second wear yeah. out of it, maybe yeah. value for money. Return still on in the closet. closet. Yeah, it's still in would the closet. Would we go arm in arm, John? I, I will gladly escort you to a will Mercury you? to your seat. Yes, and sit down next to you. You guys sit next to me. Gonna have to shave those arms to make yeah. it look more convincing. And maybe that'll be a thing. <laughs> oh, God. Ugh. All right, let's get to the entertainment drill. Uh, thanks to both of you. New England, that's Dale's team. Who do you got? I've been saying it for uh, probably four weeks now. Uh, the Patriots will beat the Rams 32-27. to 27. It's his prediction out of spite. It's been that way since before the playoffs. I've said those two teams, I've said that score from the beginning of the playoffs. 32 to 27, New England will be. And if nobody gets the Patriots this year, they're not getting them next year. You don't think so? They got 12 draft picks. I know. They're they're loaded to rebuild. That's the scary Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyway. Ugh. Shut up, Dale. That's painfully bad. That's the worst news of the day. Uh, Brady, it's time for you to entertain us all. And it's brought to you by our friends at reactdefense.com, home of Tactical Black. Uh, You can get a little smarter. You can get in good shape. And you can learn the ways of the world, which has gone nuts, uh, and maybe feel like a little bit more of a uh, sheepdog rather than one of the sheep. So learn something uh, rather than standing on a treadmill trying to make your New Year's resolution go. Uh, get something that might just save your life. Uh, ReactDefense.com, home of Tactical Black. Brady, entertain me. 23-year-old Noor Alfala made the news last year because she went out with Mick Jagger. He's 74. She's 23. Nice. Good She's kill. hot. Well, yesterday they spotted her getting out of Clint Eastwood's car. Wow. But she said, listen, I'm in the back seat. My family's staying with him. We are not dating. Wow. Clint Eastwood, though, he has a threesome in the, what's it called? The Mule. In the Mule. And he's about 100. Yeah, so he's she's, and you know, Mick Jagger's still incredibly horny. <laughs> I mean, he's, he's still putting babies like, in. She's oh, gorgeous. Yeah. Well, Do you want a baby? I've got lube upstairs. Let's go. As Clint seems to be a little more reserved, but, you know. At least she's white. <laughs> Let's do this. Yeah. Was that good? You saw that? The mule. Well, the mule, yeah. You liked it. It's kind of um I wanted it to be uh I wanted this to be more like what's his character in Gran Torino? Uh Walt Kowalski. Right. And then I came out and, and, and it's not quite that, but then I thought, oh, well probably because when he was Walt Kowalski he was only seventy five. Yeah, now just he's eighty eight. Yeah. He was just a kid then. You can't, you can't boy. expect him to do so much running around <laughs> at eighty eight. But uh so but it's uh, it's along those lines and he does yeah. have a threesome. In it. Is it a good-looking threesome? Yeah. Well, apart from his bit of it. Right. But, yeah. um, Eliminate the octogenarian. It, you got it, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it is... Uh, but he gets... that's He gets... Uh, spoiler alert. He gets a little reward for uh, running drugs for, uh, you know, the cartel. Aha. Uh-huh. You know. You understand that, Dale? Yeah. It's a roadie. It's getting a roadie, I'm guessing, yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, all right. I got to watch this movie. I yeah. didn't realize it was so dirty. But I'm thinking that might be her. She's Have like, you seen the mule yet, Dale? No, I 
Do you know about it? I do know. Have about you heard it. of Clint Eastwood? I have. I do <laughs> like it. that's uh, whoever that chick is. Grand Torino. It's a good I movie. Right? Right? Hey, movie. Look yeah. at him being in the 2005. So whenever that came <laughs> he's out, almost wow, caught up. We've almost caught up. Although you like that Death Wish remake, so I don't know if we can take. That's your... true. You do have bad movie taste. No, Death Wish remake was okay. Yeah. Yeah. I had enough nods to the original. You I were say so excited. Gra- no, no, he was no, excited no, about no, it until he saw it. I was excited. I'm constantly excited about Death Wish one to five, the originals. They're amazing. Yeah. Uh, but the remake was like, all right. You were excited know. about the remake. I was remake. excited about, about the remake. One down. to five, all the way to five. They're all yeah. amazing. Oh, so good. And so yeah. the best, so one of the best things you can do is get really drunk and watch one and then just skip to five yeah. and see the difference of like 30 years. You familiar with Death Wish, Dale? Charles Bronson? Oh, my yeah. God. Yeah. He's ready for Family Feud, yeah. everybody. Yeah. Oh, you're going to fail. Oh, sound. man. His nickname's going to be Think Tank if wow. we're not careful. All right, fire it up right here. Ariana go. Grande got a tattoo uh, that was supposed to be the Japanese symbols for Seven Rings because of her right. song or album. But it actually, someone, she posted on Twitter, and a person came back, and that says, no, it, that means Japanese barbecue grill. Small Japanese barbecue <laughs> oh, grill. Even better. My uh, my uh, friend Drew Gamboa, who runs the Grand Hustle, which is a, a training place, got, thought he got a cool tattoo across his... He's, he's a chiseled human being. He's just ripped. He's got this uh, Asian writing across his... I think it's Japanese across his uh, stomach. And uh, and I'm like, do you have any tattoos you regret? Because he's got some on his arms. And uh, he's like, yeah, most of them, but this one's really bad. And I'm like, why? And he goes, well, I thought it was really cool. They told me it was really cool. And he said, but then I, I saw a Japanese guy, and he came over, and he goes, uh, why do you have uh, Coca-Cola written across your stomach? <laughs> and he said, I, I was told it's Great Warrior or something. He goes, no, no, no. And then he showed oh, him online awesome. that it's actually just Coke. <laughs> it's just the way they write Coke on the cans. That's so great. Poor we bastard. We had some celebrity deaths. Dick Miller, 90 years old. He was in Gremlins Terminator. If I show you a picture of him, oh, like, oh that He's the old man. He's going to get plugged this weekend, probably. <laughs> He's getting the butt plugged this weekend. Oh, Louisa yeah. Moritz. 72 years old. She was one, in one flew over the cuckoo's nest and uh, Cheech and Chong's uh, up in smoke. But she was the one when the girls broke into the uh, hospital. Yeah. And she paired off with uh, Danny DeVito. Like the hookers, right? Yeah. Yeah. And Billy. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Dick Miller ringing a bell for you there, yeah. uh, Dale? Yeah. Remember Dick Miller? I do for some reason. I, I like the way it. that the, yeah. the, everyone's passing around the papers to Dale, like to see if he recognizes right. the people. It's like being yeah. at the old people's home where yeah. the dementia's sitting in, and you're saying, "Okay, talk about something from the '50s that yeah. they might remember. It might bring something or back." Or you put up and three he's or like, four pictures. Oh yeah. You remember okay. your wife? Yeah. yeah. Remember your kids? Exactly. Do you need the toilets? <laughs> this is Bob. We bought vacuums from Bob. Yeah. Remember Bob? Bob. <laughs> Dale remembered. <laughs> Hold on, you tell and me Dale. my voice isn't going to change? <laughs> no, it's just going to be mon- more monosyllabic if that's possible. <laughs> Eat money. And finally, Dale, come on out to Pork Obelisk and Chandler today, 5 o'clock. Ian Canfield and I are going to do a podcast. Oh, yeah, we're oh, doing really? a podcast, a live today, podcast. Eating Anyone some can American show up. food. In, yeah. Live in the Porkopolis? Yeah. yeah. The Inside? RV? Yeah, what happened to the truck? We're going to do it live in the He wanted to do a live one. Wait, you're going to go to the restaurant? I said, I'm not sitting where Dale sat. (laughs) I want free food in the restaurant. People can show up. Where are we doing it? I've got to go to Chandler. That's the worst thing. But you're doing it in the RV, so people will just sit outside the RV. And they can stare in the glass. I don't (laughs) know. How does this work? Oh, you're going inside. I just said to Brady I'd do it. I haven't looked into the logistics. Are you still in the RV? Is this a... 
precursor. No, to get no, rid no. Of it sounds just, like it. Yeah, doesn't sound like you're, you're using for its So we are going to be at Paul Coppolis in Chandler, hanging out from five. Yep. On the patio. No, Any, we'll no. be inside. Oh, we'll be inside. Any food specials? Yeah, half uh, draft beers are half price. Half, half and, glass of beer. Uh, appetizers. <laughs> All appetizers gonna, are half price. He's going to give me a half glass of beer yeah. and an appetizer. Happy pappy. Happy pappy. <laughs> half a glass of beer. And you, half an appetizer. Do you know the, the waiter staff down there better than the one up in Scottsdale? Oh. Yeah. Like, Actually, that's mind. a pretty funny idea to do uh, half off half glasses of beer. <laughs> Just give them half. All right. Yeah. The price is right. Keeping the customer happy. Yeah. What's the story with him not knowing the staff? Well, he, you know, comes sauntering in there when we did it, and yeah. nobody the guy didn't was. really recognize. Charged him. Oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, Dale and Brady did their show. Brady tried to swing his dick around the Porkopolis a little bit. He's like, sir, will you please sit down? We've got customers. <laughs> what the? Come on. I'm part owner, I think. What's his bill? Yeah. You know who I am? Oh, yeah, you got a bill, too. Yeah. You slide that your way? Yeah, you tried to oh, get you very, to pay very, very quickly. Nice. <laughs> that would have been nice. You got a bill? Oh, this is ah, huge. I mean, okay, and this was at the other one. They know you at the one we're going to, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Okay. Sure. Yeah, bring a, bring some extra cash in case. Though. <laughs> yeah. I got Ronnie and Kirby working. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's good. She didn't need school. Screw that. Yeah. She's good at geography. Find your way around a kitchen. Uh, it's 10.07. Let's get the hell out of here. We're all done. Thank you, uh, Dale and Ian, for everything. Good luck to both of you in the Super Bowl. Uh, I don't know who I'm rooting for. I just kind of going to be a lot of haircut. Don't care. That's yeah, I don't care. The game stinks. But uh, you guys have brought great joy to the football season. Excellent work. Next week, uh, nothing but quizzing Dale on whether he knows stuff. That's it. For the rest of the <laughs> That's summer. That's going to be the new segment. Can, can you stump Dale? I bet you can. Just try to ask him questions he may know. Yeah. I'll come with questions for Ian. He can come with questions for me. There no, we've go. established that I know stuff. But but yeah. now. but That's you know, a good idea. You quiz that, each other. The way that he just jumped in with Charles Buddy Boston, though, that was impressive. Yeah, he knew. The don't b- go pre-2000. Yeah, that's when it stops. Right. That's where the so gray matter okay, stops. Okay, so, but, but with the, his knowledge of Gran Torino, he's got some knowledge of like 2000, around 2007. Because yeah. anything more current than that. It's a window. Yeah. We're definitely working with a small window. Do you want outside me to, the country music round. Shall I, shall I write you down DoorDash so you can ask some people to figure that out for you? You might yeah. want to investigate that. Are you going to Bird's Nest tonight? Uh, I'm not at the person. There's a country music singer there. Yeah, oh, there is. You know who it is? Uh, is it Old Dominion tonight? Nope. It's like Chris Davis or something stupid. He's got some normal name. He sings about tractors and yeah. beer. And dogs and pews. Dead dogs, probably. They're dogs. always dead dogs, aren't they? <laughs> yeah. My wife's left Don't me. Don't disparage dog country music. I bet you it'll be sold out. Is it Chris Christopherson? That's it. Yeah. That's it? Good morning, John. Yeah. No, but right. Snoop Dogg sold out. Yeah. Snoop Dogg did sell out. And the Chainsmokers. I think tomorrow. they all did. No, the EDM well, guy's still it's... struggling, but he'll be They'll walk up. Uh, we're done. Larry McFeely's coming up next. You guys have yourselves a great Thursday. We'll see you tomorrow in the morning. Sickness. Hello!